Alright, welcome back guys. This is now episode four, I believe, completely pointless podcast. Today you got your regulars with me. Uh you got Jeremy as well as Nick and Brandon. Hell there yeah. We so have successfully done a whole month of podcasts. How does that make y'all feel? Pretty good. I'm I'm really waiting for number five. Why is that like your cutoff for uh making all the social media accounts and stuff? Yeah, pretty much. That's whenever I'm going to start actually, like, spreading the word, dog. Yeah, so we actually have a pretty good backlog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, something for people to watch, listen to, or, you know, yeah, both. Yeah, all in all, I think it's been going pretty good. I do wish we had um, just more feedback, I guess, is the the best option. Because I know I, I've, I've showed it to both of my roommates, and they're like, oh, this is great. Um, And then they don't, like, you know, give any feedback for it. I want someone to be mean. I want someone to criticize me. <laughs> I showed my mom, and she she gave a good a bit of, good amount of feedback. Oh, well, but I mean, gross. No, we're we're really early into this, so I'm just giving I'm kind of giving us more time to feel it out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah well, I showed one of my coworkers, and his feedback was, "I fuck with it." <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, most of I mean, the responses I got. Was it's pretty good? Yeah, that's the only feedback yeah. we need. If everybody fucks with it. That's it. Gold, yeah. gold, baby. Her. We're good to go. <laughs> I'm just excited for the comments we'll get on like the Twitter posts and shit, where people are just hating on it. <laughs> Wait to get canceled. Uh, that's, oh, that's, my, that's my goal in life is to get canceled off of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched some pretty. I've listened to some pretty egregious podcasts on Spotify. I don't think I don't right? think we're in that realm. Right. What? So, uh, I guess kind of related, getting into like cancel culture. Um, how so? I feel like the people that get canceled, like that, you know, they have the cancel mob come after them. They're never the people that should actually be canceled. They're the people that yes. maybe said something, you know, not great in their past, but since then they've become a better person, or they're just generally a better person, and it was taken out of context. And then they get canceled, where then you have whole podcasts that are just dedicated to like, you know, being a Nazi, and <laughs> those are fine. So. <laughs> Like, I just don't but, get the cancel culture thing in general, for the most part. No, I yeah, never I have. I feel like it's a wasted effort, for the most part. It's like there are way bigger problems in the world than what somebody feels. You know, what uh, some some random dude's opinion on a podcast or a YouTube video or something. Yeah, but at what point does it stop becoming a random person and start becoming someone that, you know, actually has sway? Like, with the whole... um. You know, PewDiePie has gone through multiple things, some worse than others, some not really that important at all. But he does have a huge audience and a lot of sway in it. So is that something that he should be held responsible for, I guess? I mean, are you saying, like, be responsible for, like... I mean, yeah, to a degree. I mean, what what, what PewDiePie did was pretty egregious, in my opinion. I mean, that was, like... You straight up just let it slip, dude. Like, yeah. you know. Well, not even that yeah. one. Do you remember? So he let the N word slip on one of them. But then, do you remember the stream where he paid someone on Fiverr? Fiverr? Yeah, Fiverr. Yeah. To yeah. hold up a sign. Uh, what did it say? I think it said, uh, "Kill all Jews," is what it said. It was just like wow, two this... dudes from from <laughs> Ethiopia or something that didn't speak english they just wrote it on a sign and held it up on his like live stream or something why because he paid them to 
No, like, why did he pay them to? Do you think it was going to be funny? Because, I mean, like, I get I get trying to be edgy, but, you know. I don't, I, I saw, like, some. I guess uh, it's not funny. Yeah, I saw. This is not funny. Yeah, it's really yeah. not. That's just, like, we'll, we'll get into dark humor in a second, but kind of back on the PewDiePie thing. Um, I think he, like, interviewed at some point. And he was like, yeah, I just put the request in there as a joke. I didn't expect anyone to actually do it. Yeah, but and you then, put it out, dude. You're PewDiePie. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. recognize who you are. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think he was like. I think I he just yeah, made like a Fiverr account and just m- made a little like five dollar request for somebody to dance and hold up a sign. But like, it's stuff like that. Like, yeah, he probably didn't intend for it to be. You know, he didn't in- actually mean that. He didn't intend for it to be mean or racist towards anybody but since he has such a huge audience and he did do that so like there's parts of cancel culture that i think are are the moral behind them are right but the the way they go about it is not well because they they go after they're not there to make you atone for your actions or whatever they think they're doing they're there to go after your livelihood. Like, they're not trying to make you think, oh, I shouldn't have done that. They're trying to make sure that you never do anything again. Yeah. Like, or it's basically like getting rid of you. It's censorship, essentially. They're just trying to censor you so they don't get, they don't have to see it or it doesn't, you know, other people don't have to see it so that <clears throat> that, that's, that mindset doesn't really spread, essentially. Yeah. And, and that's which definitely is like, good. No, I, and and that's how I feel. It's kind of like even if you disagree with somebody, disagree and move on with your life. Don't don't sit here and try and like inject yourself into into the situation and get them completely removed. I mean, unless they're doing something completely egregious, which is just uh, which I mean, it's it's one of those things. Yeah. It's like where how do you de- how do you def- you know where do you draw separate. the line at? <laughs> right. Yeah. Where do you draw that line? But you can tell whenever somebody has malicious intent or not. And that's where I think it comes to. Like, does this person have malicious intent with their content? Are they out here trying to sway people in a certain way that's negative for everybody else? And I guess that's up for you to decide. But I do think everybody should be able to speak their mind, in my personal opinion. Yeah. And it's definitely. There's just a part of me that, like, for, again, going back to PewDiePie, his audience is so huge that I do think he has a responsibility to, you know, make sure he's putting out the right image or putting out the right morals about it, I guess. Uh, And for the most part, he does. For most of his content is, you know, positive, good stuff. But then you have people like the Paul brothers who are just trash human beings um and have a freaking huge following and just put absolute garbage out into the world and they get quote unquote canceled like every six months it feels like and they're fine (laughs) it doesn't affect them at the slightest well it's kind of like and and i agree you know you should be held you should you know be accountable for your actions and stuff like that but the vast majority of these instances are like um, the very minority of these people's content, not not the Paul brothers so much because they do have a lot of um, negative content and very egregious things they've done and said. 
but like PewDiePie, for instance, I mean, he's he's a really nice guy, supports charities a lot, supports his fan base a lot, and provides a lot of really, you know, quality content. That's funny in my I really think he's pretty funny. Yeah. A little awkward, but funny. Yeah. And, you know, he has, it's, it's, I think these few instances where they mess up big, you know, it's like these really big slip ups, which I don't think there's any excuse for it, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, you know, that was wrong and we want you to be aware that that was wrong and we are totally not with that, you know, but I mean, I don't think you should outright cancel somebody for, for like one or two instances of something, unless they straight up harm someone, you know, like are abusive to someone or, yeah. or attack, like, you know, they're being malicious about it. Yeah. And then like 90% of them, it's not like we're going to get these terrible people fucking canceled on the internet. It's, no. Hey, there's this really good guy. And he said one off color comment one or two times. Let's let's cancel him. He's too good of a guy to be saying shit like that. So it's like it's that weird middle ground of well, these guys are always terrible, so like yeah, we're there's always going to be somebody upset about them. But then it's hey, here's this really good guy who yeah, he fucked up. But don't go after his livelihood. I, like I think, go ahead. Go ahead. It, like that, I think that's what pisses me off the most about cancel culture is they they're not satisfied until either they crush the person's spirits or they crush the person's following or anything like that. They're not satisfied. They want to follow through with it until they're just a shell of what they used to be. And that is fucked up. Yeah, there's definitely like a a sense of mob mentality around a lot of it. Well, to play devil's advocate, I mean, what if that person did something really, really bad? Like they said, or did something that was just actually terrible. And, you know, See, that's, then they don't get shut down. That's it's like, where, where, do you, like, it's, where do you draw that line, you know? Yeah, that's where I go back and forth on it. Because I do think that, especially once you start getting a following, that you should be held responsible for your actions. But, you sh- you know, the punishment should fit the crime, right? Like, there are levels you, to it. Yeah, like, if you let, you know, one inappropriate word slip, it, it again, again, it all depends on the context, why you're using it, if you're actually using it you know, in a racist way and all this stuff. So it's never just a black and white scenario of, yes, they should be canceled for this. But I also think that there's, you know, if someone does something bad, you should be like, hey, this is not okay. Don't do that so that they can learn from it. Um, I have I, I have written in my notes, I just want to bring this quote up as the, main, the only reason I started this topic. Uh, from the almighty Parthenax in Skyrim, uh, he said he has the quote. That's the one quote everyone knows from him. It, what is it? It's uh, what is better to be born good or to overcome one's evil nature through great effort, which I think okay. is speaks a lot to the cancel culture because, yeah, some people are just trash human beings and they probably should be canceled. But others, you just need to let them know so that they can overcome it. Well, there are levels to it, right? Like you, like say with the PewDiePie situation, there are guidelines to Twitch and YouTube and streaming and such and and such. 
So say, you know, they do this one thing, there's something that should happen. There should be a repercussion to that for sure. Like they get banned, you know, for a week or a month or whatever, you know, there should be something to where they, they lose income for a short while or, you know, lose the ability to, to use the platform for a little while, but not forever. Right. And once they serve that time, it's kind of like, you know, going to jail or what have you. There are there are repercussions to certain actions in real life, too, and not just online. So online, we have just different repercussions to it. And I think we should we should really like set standards for that for that kind of thing instead of just canceling somebody outright, you know, shut them down for a bit. Let them know, hey, you messed up. Now you're going to go without this source of income for a bit. And, you know, you can come back, but just know that was really messed up. You can't do that here's your repercussion you know yeah well but now if somebody does something like really really bad and repeat it repetitively does it remove them all, all entirely in my opinion like <laughs> it's it's the repetition of it for me it's like if they yeah. do with something like once or twice it's it's like you know okay that wasn't cool let's you know here's your warning now do it again and yeah, it'll be no worse fuck. yeah well kind of mm-hmm. going back to like you say there should be like some kind of guideline to it i mean that's basically what the tos of all those platforms is for though so yeah, exactly that's what i'm saying like there are terms of services so the people who are viewing it and watching it and everything like that need to i think in my like in my opinion stay out of it like that's why there are guidelines terms of service stuff like that yeah you need like a third party an unbiased party to come in and look at it yeah, but that's really hard nowadays to have an unbiased party because then that yeah. puts them at liability for the for the backlash of their decision, you know? Yeah. Well, and you also but, get kind of like with the Paul brothers, whenever anybody goes after either Jake or Logan Paul, their audience just, just rips them to shreds, like harassing yeah. them. You know, I have saw a couple of instances where they DOS people. Like, it, it's so hard to actually hold some people responsible because they have a, a whole group behind them that will defend all of their actions. Yeah. And I mean, if it's kind of democracy though, I mean, you know, if you're, if you have the majority of the of people backing you, I mean, even if you're wrong, I mean, that's I mean, kind of how it works. But which what is if not the majority of those but... people are children? Well, yeah, that's, you know, that's a whole that's a whole other issue <laughs> that is a whole yeah. other issue which i feel like is probably the root of the problem but you know yeah and well that's but um there's also the problem of when part of cancel culture gets put in power on platforms like that is now there's somebody that can abuse that power mm-hmm. so they can be like oh they said one thing i didn't like I'm just, they're just done. Yeah. Uh, well, like, I don't um, remember that one Twitch mod or Twitch yeah. um, person. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what, what position they were in, but um, the they were all one. on stream bragging about uh, how much power they have and because they were part of the uh, Alphabet gang. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of like so the, there's... y'all seen the whole Pokemane and. JDC on Jadit's his name. I'm gonna piss someone off oh, because I don't remember his name. Black streamer, right? The yeah. one I can't remember his his damn name. But I know I know who you're talking Something about. Yeah, he like he like sent a bunch of his viewers to go over there and yeah. mess with her, right? So Just like, hate a joke. Raider, yeah. But but it I mean it, it did not like they you know it, I I feel like personally you know if you're a Twitch streamer and you get raided in the community that raised you is toxic, I mean you're you're 
on Twitch, bro. Like that you that people have the ability to do that, and you should be prepared for that. In my opinion, I mean, yeah, but I don't think it was it's right. Not something but that tougher skin. Personally. Yeah, well, I mean, from all the things I've seen from it from her, it doesn't. She's like, yeah, this is just annoying, and it's not right. And while I can handle this, there are smaller streamers that the same thing is happening to them. You know, like uh, people with like twenty streamers that get raided by a group of two hundred that just start, you know, calling them sluts and bitches and telling them to kill themselves and doing all this stuff. So at some point, it just does. It just is harassment. So <laughs> well, Summit uh, Summit One G had a really good take on that. I feel like, and I really agreed with it. He's like, don't raid people without letting them know or asking them first. Yeah, yeah. I guess I I don't really know right. a whole lot about the the Twitch ecosystem because I've never actually streamed or anything like that. Um, I just follow uh certain streamers that I agree a lot with, and I yeah. really like Summit. He gets pissed and like flies off the handle sometimes, but he's never like. He's never racist, he's never sexist, he's never, like, you know, shitty towards people, so I really like uh, watching him a lot. Yeah, well, there, there's basically only, like, two streamers that I watch. Um, Doug Doug, which, he's pretty popular, he's, like, has four or five thousand watch every time, he just does a bunch of modding, uh, like, challenges on, like, GTA and all these things, but then another guy, his name is John Smith, um, which is just, you know, the definition of a witness protection name. Uh, but his like his yeah. whole thing in his streams, and he's pretty small. Is he just as positive vibes? That's it. No one's allowed to be negative. I mean, you're allowed, but it's not recommended. Don't like harass <laughs> people. Just be nice to everybody. Have a good time. Hang out and chill. And so it's things like that that I'm like, yeah. Why can't we all just be nice <laughs> and chill yeah, and have a fair. have a good time? You know. <laughs> That's why I tell a lot of people, it's like, y'all need to just take a step back and chill. Like, mm -hmm. whatever you're saying or wanting to say, like, you don't you don't have to. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's better to just be silent, and which I'm having to learn a lot about, because I noticed I, I tend to talk over people and um, get excited, and I'm just wanna, I just want to, I want to open my mouth and get it out. <laughs> but sometimes it's better to just be quiet and not share your opinion, because you, you, it is sharing your opinion worth the possible backlash or possible, you know, a, a offense you may give somebody and then they get all upset about it and, you know, that you have to deal with that kind of deal. Unless you just don't care and just will be like, yeah, whatever, I don't care that you're bothered by that, but I'm not that type of person. So. Yeah, well, I, especially when it comes to, I do that a lot where I just kind of talk over people, but it's never with anything like important but i also Same. am just a spineless coward that if somebody is like saying something to me which you know living in texas working in construction there are a lot of big burly men with their big you know hard opinions <laughs> yeah. about things and so they'll start telling me something about how you know the liberals are ruining california and i the whole time i'm just like yeah yeah man fuck it screw them liberals hell fuck those guys even if i don't like fully agree with it you know i'm just like i do the same thing yeah you just play along so you don't have to deal with the like uh conversation yeah you like, don't want to have to argue in. with them yeah yeah and that's kind of a, a something that's uh uh it was it was like a philosophical thing that i was watching and he, they were like saying that the true idiot is someone who will uh argue with someone who's ignorant Right, it's you know, there's some truth to that, yeah. right? If somebody's just spouting nonsense about something that you're like, okay, this is obviously just their their opinion from their perspective, which is isn't very valid. 
Yeah, nothing you say is going to change their mind. Exactly. If yeah. they're too stubborn to even think otherwise or even hear your side of, your side of the argument, you know, it's kind of like don't even have the conversation because it's not worth your time. Yeah. But I feel like that kind of mindset is what leads to a lot of people just believing absolute, like, stupid shit. Like, the world is flat. because <laughs> No one wants to argue with them. That, like, no? <laughs> Idiot? <laughs> well, there's kind of a difference, right? For me, it's it's like, uh, understand your, your own point of view and what you think, and have your own information that you've gathered and what you know. And and don't just believe everything everyone says, right? You can go along with it if you just don't want to have the conversation with them, but... Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of not worth it if they're just going to be stubborn and annoying about it. I mean, you know what this all goes back to. Huh. People are idiots from uh, the bottom to the top. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Man, but, uh... I feel like, um... Just a lot of people in general, they, and I do it too, you know, I'm not going to say I don't do it, but when you get into arguments, there's just something about it that you, even if someone just disagreeing with you, there's like a gut feeling to be like, no, fuck you, I'm right. Like, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's natural almost to not try to discuss the argument, to but to just start yelling at each other. Yeah, you kind of just get frustrated or... Because I, I know yeah, I'm I can... pretty bad a lot of times about someone will say something and I'm like, no? Fucking idiot, why would you think that? Whereas <laughs> you should be like, you should be like, okay, Explain well, further. Yeah, yeah, like, why? why yeah, why do you well, think that? You What's think going that? on? Yeah. Explain to me your, your thought process here so that I can prove to you that you're wrong. <sighs> yeah. Well, we live in such a fast-paced society anymore, we don't really have time to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, which is another a whole other their thing. minds all the time. Well, even mm-hmm. um, I get really swayed a lot when it comes to like video games. Uh, like I'll I'll hear from a lot of people that oh this one this video game that just came out is garbage, but then I'll see some reviews that are like, actually it's pretty good if you you know don't just throw your monkey brain at it and actually think about the underlying story it has. So then I push up my glasses and go, hmm, yes, this is a very, very deep, deep game that just not everyone understands. That's why it's they think it's bad. <laughs> well, that kind of goes to the, there are some people who don't care about, like, the story or the, you know, their main thing that they like is the gameplay. It's all preference. But I understand that, yeah. Like, uh, there's a lot of games that I'll play, and I'm just like, man, I hate this game. And then I'll watch a review on it, and they're like, this game's awesome. I love every bit of it. And then I'll go back and I'll play it with that mindset. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this game is actually pretty cool. You know, you just got to look at it from a different perspective. It's It's got to, you know, play it a different way or, you know, get out of your comfort zone a bit. And, you, you know, yeah, you can experience some pretty cool things sometimes. Like, I think... Most things can be enjoyed if you understand what they are. Uh, the best mm-hmm. example being bad movies. Bad movies yeah. are great if you go in with the expectation that they are bad. And they really you, are. Yeah. And you want to laugh at them and make fun of all the stupid shit in it. Then it's just a great experience all around. Ooh, uh, Jeremy, you, ahead, know the, you know the first movie that comes to my mind when you Hercules say that. Hercules in New York. 
Absolutely. I've mean, heard of that movie. I don't. It is Arnold Schwarzenegger's no first mu- first movie. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Hercules? Hercules in New York. Oh my god! Of course it would be because that was his only like thing he had going yeah, for him at buff. the time was he was a bodybuilder. Yep. And that movie's so good, but it's yeah, so the bad. fucking rebar lightning bolts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! It just uh, the fact that they're trying to pass. Arnold Schwarzenegger off as Greek when he, yeah with his super <laughs> thick Austrian accent. It's Austrian, right? It's, it was like yeah, yeah. Like his his accent is still bad now, but in that movie, it was like he was like how fresh you, off the boat. <laughs> how do you communicate in English at all? <laughs> it was bad, and he's I you know no hate against the guy. He's just not a very good actor. Oh no, yeah, he's <laughs> not at all. He's not really. I've always, I really want better than me, but that's true. Better than anything I could do, but <laughs> yeah. Um, I've I've always wanted to, and we. This is how we started, or this is how we found Hercules in New York. Is I want to just watch all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie in like order of release, from like oh, beginning to cool. end, just because I want to see if he actually gets better, <laughs> or if it's I just think so. more trash, you know. <laughs> His is the uh, English definitely got better. I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. But I'm not a big movie guy personally, so it's kind of hard for me to get into watching terrible movies because I don't like movies really that much anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, it has to be, like, <clears throat> I have to be in the mood for it, I guess. Like, I have to be really chilled out and, like, not wanting to do anything else yeah. and in a mood to watch a movie. Because otherwise, I just get into it and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm bored. <laughs> I want to I do something yeah. that I can interact with. Well, yeah. what, are, what are some movies that you've watched recently that you've enjoyed, if you've watched any? Oh, man. I haven't really watched any movies at all. The only time I watch movies is if I'm with, if I, is if I'm with somebody else. Like, yeah, if my mom comes home, or if I go hang out with uh, Sam or or Noah or something, they, they all like watching movies. But I've never... I haven't really watched one recently. I, I'm i trying to think. Give me a minute, and I'll think of something if I can remember. Yeah. The most... I got one. All right, go for it. Freaking Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Oh, see, that movie... <laughs> Was so good. <laughs> and is, that, it, is that like an anime movie or is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's based okay. on the Demon Slayer series. Gotcha. That's what I was thinking. I was like, is it like based off Demon Slayer? Because that's pretty. Yeah, cool. it, it's a continuation on it, and it is so good. But I'm going to check. I still haven't finished Demon Slayer. You need to. That's that's, 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 a, that's a good one. one. Goblin Slayer was like, oh man, oh. that that's what I'm into. I like stuff that's like dark. I like yeah. really dark, like gritty, like gnarly stuff. If it's not, if it's like, oh, yeah. you know, soft, I really don't care. That that is one of my favorite animes, though. It's Goblin Slayer, dude. It's so good. It's oh really man, good. it's so raw. I love it. Yeah, I, well, I can ruin it for you though. Don't. Oh man, I wish there was like more of it because yeah. Oh dude, it was so good. Didn't they Is it in the second season? Uh, uh, I thought they did of Rise of the Shield Healer Shield blah blah blah. Rise of the Shield I wish Healer. there was more Goblin Slayer. I think yeah, there's making um, Goblin Slayer. But there's man. a there's a so channel on YouTube. That does Goblin Slayer abridged. It is the funniest goddamn series that I've watched in a long time. Because My coworker, uh, go ahead, go ahead. You y- you know how 
in the anime, Goblin Slayer is all stoic and doesn't say very many words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the abridged one, he is extremely vocal and extremely loud and extremely crass. <laughs> and it just makes me laugh a whole lot. Scream, Fuck you, goblins! Yeah. <laughs> Sounds too perfect. I actually have a coworker who uh, has... He he does uh, voice acting here. He used to do voice acting. I don't know if he still does. Oh yeah. But um, he did uh, an abridged series on YouTube, or it used to be on YouTube, but it got taken down. Oh Uh-oh. shit. Yeah. Well, if you got so. speaking of voice actors, y'all want to get into anime? What's your opinions on subs versus dubs? Uh, if I like the anime, I can watch it either way. If uh, I prefer dubbed personally. Yeah, see that's I I feel like there's a huge stigma around anime that if you're not watching the sub then you're not watching it how it's supposed to be. But I think that comes from like you know back in the 80s and 90s or whatever when anime was first starting to come over. Oh, and dubs dubs were terrible. Dubs were terrible. They they were yeah, they mostly were fan-made. So oh. it's just t- like three dudes, three white guys sitting in their bedrooms, um, talking in a microphone. Like who would do that? And <laughs> um, you know they're, they try to make it cool accents and they change the translations up so they don't actually fit. And they just do all this shit and it was garbage. But now they have like professional writers and professional translators and voice actors going over all these things, making all the metaphors fit, all the idioms fit. So that the dubs are actually really fucking good now. Well, so here's um, my opinion on it. Is if... If I'm doing something else. mm -hmm. So if I'm playing games. And I want to watch an anime at the same time. I'll do dub. Because I understand English. I don't have to read all the subtitles. (laughs) If I'm like sitting down to watch an anime... I would rather watch it in subtitle just because non like if the video is not synced with the audio. So like if the lip movements are a little off, it bothers me. Yeah. Oh, see, I have a problem where I'm, I'm a pretty slow reader personally. So I, I, you know, if I get into it and I start watching a subbed anime and I'm really, you know, watching and, going with the flow and I just forget that I'm a slow reader, I have no problem. But as soon as I remember I'm a slow reader, I just struggle watching it and reading the subtitles at the same time. So it, it's Fair like, it, for me, it's hard to watch personally yeah. whenever it's subbed sometimes. Yeah, like, what am I... Especially if there's like really quick subtitles. I'm like, yeah. oh, I can't read, dude. Give like, me a minute. One of, the, one of the things I hate about subbed anime is, especially like during fight scenes, during fight scenes are like is when the best animation comes out and I want mm-hmm. to watch the animation. I want to like, you know, pay attention to everything that's going on. But then if they're having a, you know, conversation important to the plot during the fight scene, which they do a lot, yeah. then I feel like I'm either missing part of the plot or I'm not fully getting all of the fight scene. Just kills me too, dude. Fair enough, like, yeah. I can't, I can't read. Please slow down. <laughs> like you guys are fighting and then stopping, talking, like doing twenty lines of dialogue, and I'm just like, oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hold up, hold up, hold up. Yeah, right? I had to, like, pause it, read it, then let it play. I mean, I'm not that slow of a reader, so I usually catch it all, but I'm not able to watch while I'm going through the subtitles, you know? True. So it's a, yeah. more of a distraction for me than anything whenever it's uh, subbed. Yeah. Where I struggle. No, no, I, I just, you know, again, we're all native English speakers, and the American school system does not really push learning foreign languages that hard. So we only speak the one language. And I just prefer to watch things in languages I understand. <laughs> I actually learned that in Japan, most, if not everybody, well, yeah, the vast majority of people uh, learn English and, yeah. and Japanese. Well, that's pretty much most countries. They all learn English and their native language. You know, uh, I think it's Mandarin is the most widely spoken language in the world. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought it would be English. Well... There's much more Asian, like the the Asian population of the world is much greater than the English population. Well, Asia is just huge in general because yeah. Russia is technically part of uh, Asia. Mm-hmm. I don't know, which I'm is bad crazy. At, I'm bad at geography, uh, but I'm terrible at it. But I'm not great. <laughs> to kind of kind of bring it back, did y'all watch uh, Squid Game? No. no, I didn't. Really? It looked like one of those to me that was going to be like, I, you know, watching the like um, trailer and just kind of like clips of it here and there on TikTok and stuff. I was like, I know what this is about. I don't need to watch it. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, it's a pretty generic, you know, they take a bunch of people and make them fight to the death for some money. That's not a new concept. But they, they throw in a lot of... Um, like information or eh, information, I guess metaphors about all the contestants are poor people or just people that are in great need of money. And so they kind of play around with that. I think it's pretty interesting. It's a pretty good show, but if you are going to watch it, the dub is horrendous. Do not watch the dub. I, I 100% because I started it, but I 100% am sure that I stopped watching it because I started the dub. Yeah. And that is the biggest thing that bothers me. Is it is like, not good. In anime, it's one thing because, I mean, it's kind of vague that their mouths are moving, right? I mean, <laughs> their mouths just go open yeah, and they close. Just flap they just the whole <laughs> That's why it doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah, and so it doesn't bother me as much in anime. That's why I can watch dubbed animes. But in fucking real life, like, live action stuff. Mm-hmm. You see their if, lips flapping and you're just like, this doesn't if, match at all, what the hell? If them lip flaps don't match up, I'm like, <laughs> there is problems here. Yep. And this there, is a problem. It does the thing, you know, the, the classic meme where there's a lot of lines where they'll stop moving their mouths before the line is finished because it's yeah, longer yeah. in English, or they'll keep going after the line in English is finished. It's just not good. The dub's not good, but, but the sub is really also, good. You should watch it. I just love how complicated English is for for what it is. Like it doesn't have to be this complicated. And I actually heard that they're supposed to be like I think the UK or something is like creating a new standard for English, and they're like changing a bunch of stuff hmm. about it. Getting rid of so it's going to be like. Exceptions. So it's going to be even more complicated. No, no, no. They're actually going to make it more simplified. So, like, certain words that can be used, uh, or, or the spellings of certain words mainly, I think. Because, like, you know, O-U-G-H words make absolutely zero sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> through, 
thought, rough, um, thorough, thorough. Like, <laughs> yeah, thorough. <laughs> like if you're trying to say through and then tough, like it's tough to go through there. You'd be like, it's tough to go thuff there. You know, it makes absolutely zero sense. So they're going to be like changing the way things are spelled. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, I always am curious how English got so complicated. Like, because there's so many exceptions to the rules. Because, like, you know, they go A after E, except if there's an I or a Y or sometimes a U or if it's just this one specific word. And. There's like just so many weird little words that they just kind of Before adopted into e, it. Except after C. I never remembered that and don't even know what y'all are talking about. It's some <laughs> kindergarten bullshit. I don't know. All I know is I speak it's the English phonics. good. I learned to read with phonics. Booked on phonics, bro. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I ever actually watched or heard any of that. I think, uh, I think that was before our time. It. No, Probably. it wasn't. It was not. No. Because I, I didn't I watch remember, any of it. I knew my I remember phonics did. in fucking like kindergarten. I think ebonics they phased it out. or phonics? Phonics. Phonics. Okay. I was going to say because ebonics was something different, wasn't it? Talking about eugenics? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about oh, that. Dang it. No. <laughs> you got excited. <laughs> <laughs> got a little too excited. About Let that. my inner Texan no, come out. But... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but it, it's uh, a, a show that I absolutely suffered through the dub of was uh, fuck. It's a show called The Three Percent, mm, and it's kind it. of the same thing. A bunch of people go into a competition to move on to like a better life, like. The 3% of people live in wealth and this and that and the other. And then the 97% live in squalor. Mm -hmm. But it's originally... Really hits home. uh, Right. (laughs) It's it's originally done in Brazilian. Hmm. Okay. And I, I, I did go back and watch it subtitled. And it makes it much more enjoyable... Because Brazilian is a very angry language. <laughs> oh, it's a passionate language, all right. It's, yeah. a, it's an aggressive language. It's kind of like German. Yeah. I, I see. I, I worked with a dude who's Brazilian, and, and you know what? That kind of that kind of f- fits the bill, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> I always was wondering why he was so pissed off all the time. That's just how. That's just, that's how just his language. That's how he talks, dude. I don't know. I feel like English can also, to a lot of people, seems like a very angry language, only because there's a lot of a lot of hard consonants and vowels. Vowels. So, hard from what consonants. I understand, is like most people who speak other languages other than English or just don't speak English at all, they say English sounds very square. Yeah, like yeah, I could see that. that. Like every other I, language I, is kind of flowy and like it flo- it all kind of rolls into each other, whereas English is like da 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 da, yeah, yeah. and you're just like okay, okay. It's very easy Ooh. to differentiate the words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I always wish I'd I, and I don't know why I'm saying this in a past tense because I still definitely could learn another language. That just seems like a lot of work, and I'm a lazy American. People should learn English. <laughs> yeah, same dude. <laughs> yep. 
That's, that is... I always see, um, you know, like, stories on social media about Americans traveling in the world, and they're always, like, so entitled because they're American. I'm just like... Yeah. I, I would be ashamed if I... Yeah, Everywhere I go, Americans. I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm a stupid American. I I can't understand your language. Please help me. I'm sorry. Well, most Americans who make enough money to travel, not all, you know, I'm, well, I'd say the most. Most people are nice, but, you know, out of all the people that can travel, there are a lot that they make so much money. They make enough money to travel, so they're, like, super entitled. Yeah. I guess that makes they sense. They expect to be treated a certain way, and you're like, bro. Yeah. Like that ain't how it works in this country. Like, yeah. oh, what are you doing? Chill. They don't that, care who you are. That ain't it, bud. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to get treated like super nice and like waited on really well, go to Japan because they're, you know, that's just how their culture is. They're super um, hospitable. hospitable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And those, all those, you know, entitled white people are the same ones that go into a McDonald's and complain that their fries weren't cooked in the last ten minutes. They, they throw their shake at a minor. Yeah. <laughs> and some people. <laughs> uh-huh. Now I'm just picturing some dude in a hard hat with a flashlight on it and a pickaxe is just walking into McDonald's <laughs> and somebody just hucks a shake at him. It's like, whoa, don't assault the minor. He's already got black lung or whatever from the coal. <laughs> oh, man, I got the black lung. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! All right. Um, I know you were talking about a kid, but that that was the first image that popped into oh, my yeah, mind. Yeah, I enjoy it way more. <laughs> totally got it. Crack me up, dude. Right. Well, to kind of, I think we got pretty off topic to wrap around back to movies. <laughs> oh yeah, we were, um, talking, about we were talking about movies. What are y'all's opinions on video game movies? Most of them are trash. If I'm honest, I mean, most of them are just garbage. Historically, they have been bad. <laughs> See, I would have to agree with you, but I, I, I wanted to bring this up because I was, I was recently watching the World of Warcraft movie, which I know nothing about the lore of World of Warcraft, which is probably the reason I didn't mind it. But I didn't think it was terrible. I thought it was a pretty decent movie. And then it's, I started thinking about just like all the other video game movies and shows and... I think that they just, a lot of them are bad or at least received poorly because they try to retell the same story and they either just, you know, change things that don't make sense or they take out a huge part of the game, which is the interactivity of it. And so it just makes it a worse story. Yeah. Because, like, well, I mean, it's also, I feel like, really hard to make a video game movie. Oh, yeah instance because most of the time people already have like their own you know they played the games so they have their own story Mm -hmm. so whenever you try to make a movie of it if you haven't played the game which most directors aren't gamers you know they're not gonna really understand that well yeah well and even like you know when you play a game and you are the protagonist there's a lot that you fill in around the protagonist like a lot of your Mm -hmm. own morals and stuff and so then when you're turning it into a movie and you have to set hard principles and hard values for these characters a lot of people just don't connect with it anymore and then they go 
well, now he is absolutely not what I am, so I hate you and I hate your movie. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like the new uh, uh, Halo movie, or not movie, show, show coming out. Yeah. And I am, like, kind of hesitant because they do have Master Chief in it. And, mm. like, Master Chief is, a, I feel like, a very hard character to play. Because, I mean, you basically have to be a war machine. Yeah. And but that you, know, you really can't, like, it's also that hard. It removes a ton of creative freedom from the actors, too, because they can't, like, you know, give it their own personality. They have to be this already predetermined, pre-existing character. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like, you know, you can't put your own little nice twist on it, like the Joker and stuff like that. That's that's had so many movies and stuff, you know, so made many with iterations different, of him. Right. You know, there's so many different iterations of, like, comic books and superhero stuff. I mean, you can kind of be whatever you want, really. It, the hardest thing with Master Chief 2 is to be true to Master Chief, you can't give him many voice lines. No, yeah. Because so he, he famously, a... Master Chief is a man of few words. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think in Halo fucking 1, he probably said it, maybe two dozen words across the whole game. Yeah. And that's why they give and, him Cortana so she can do and, all the and, talking. And and half of those words are Cortana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, even like, well, so because that you know, Master Chief doesn't say a lot, which makes him a bad protagonist for movies. It makes yep, him a yeah. great protagonist for video games because you are Master Chief. You don't need mm-hmm. him to say anything because you're thinking his thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like one of my one of the things I always think about when it comes to video game movies is that they need to stop trying to retell the stories and they just need to make new stories in the universe of the video game. Mm-hmm. Like um the Last of Us show is supposed to be coming out in next year something like that. But a lot of my friends who love the game are very excited for that movie and I'm like y'all are going to hate it. You're going to hate this movie because they're going to do something with Ellie or Joel and it's not going to be exactly one for one as it is in the video game and you're going to hate it. And they're like, no, it'll be great. Well, a lot of times, like, or, well, with me, uh, I like things that most people don't in video games. So, like, whenever uh, Halo ODST came out, like, I was all about it before it even came out, because you were going to play as an OD- ODST guy, so you weren't going to be this just super overpowered Spartan who's just badass. You know, you're going to be a regular ODST uh, Marine. And I thought that was awesome. And most people hated that game. And I was like, dude, it was such a good game. And if they made a show like that, where you're just a, where it's just following a group of, like, regular people who are in the... Uh, U- uh, uh, UNSC? What is it? UNSC. Yeah, UNSC. That would be super cool, in my opinion. I think that would be really sick. Yeah. You know, you know, that way you don't have to incorporate those big characters that people love so much, which everybody wants to see those big characters until they see them and they're not good, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm so excited, and then you go see it and it's not that great, and you're just like, I'm so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, because I, I really like lore in video games and anything that gives me more lore, I'm all about it. So like we were talking about earlier, um, star Wars, I, I like the star Wars lore more than I like the actual star Wars movies. So Knights of the old Republic, 
takes place like a couple hundred years before any of the movies take place. And it's about some totally unrelated Siths, some totally unrelated, or the Jedi Order has been destroyed at this point, I think. And it's not related to the movies at all. And I fucking love those video games because they just give you so much lore and extra information about the whole world in itself instead of just another let's suck Luke Skywalker's dick for an hour and say he's the best Jedi ever. (laughs) (laughs) The chosen one. (laughs) Well, the chosen one, except for Anakin, who was but isn't the chosen one. (laughs) Who also one thing I do like in video games is whenever they like kill important characters and in and in shows and movies i love it whenever they kill important characters because it's like yeah that person isn't invincible they're not you know almighty like yeah and that's what i i don't like very much about like it's really cool in older movies because you know that was you know that's kind of the thing and, and with current movies you know you like to have the the hero who's awesome and never dies and never gets hurt and you know, it's kind of like the the new Resident Evil game, uh, which thankfully they made an explanation for it. But the main character, uh, Ethan, uh, whatever, whatever his last name is, fuck, just no, that's uh, <laughs> that's from he, uh, Mission he Impossible. Like, he like gets hurt a ton, like in that throughout the video yeah, game. Doesn't like, he get like just, his hand cut off? And like... yeah, he gets his hand cut off. He like pours some magic juice over it. They eventually explain it towards the end, which I appreciate because I was like. How in the world is he so strong? You're yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, I'm like well, this makes no sense. Like but, it, it but, just you know. makes their um, it makes what they do more impressive if they you know that they're not just some all powerful god. You know, like if there's a right. chance that they can lose or they know that they might lose, but they still do it, it just makes it more impressive. I just love it whenever you have that main character that you're following for a while. They're making really good progress. They're awesome, and then they just die. <laughs> they just, they just not, not even in any spectacular way. They just die, and then it's like, oh, uh, and then it picks up on somebody else who is mm-hmm. like close to them or part of their like team or what have you, or it's the the villain. It goes off and picks up on the villain. And it carries on with that story. I would love that because it's like a whole different perspective. It's just you know, it's not that the normal you know copy paste. Yeah, the that normal they just keep doing. Captain America is un- undefeatable. That's why movies are so boring to me and why I don't watch them anymore is because it's just, you know, copy-paste of basically everything else with a different script, actors, and and plot. And I'm just like, I just don't care anymore. There are no more original thoughts in the world. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, well, everybody wants to get, make money. That's all, like, that's, that's, you know, it's capitalism. So, you know, I understand people wanting to make money, but, you know, they want to make money too bad now. Yeah. Well, something... nobody, Nobody wants to do anything original. Something I think would fit right into that ballpark. Have you seen Invincible? Yeah, that actually, show that is awesome. I is love great. that show. It's so it's good because so they good. they do that thing where in the first episode you're watching, um, what is it mm-hmm. the like the the globe, the League of the Globe or some shit like that. I don't. Yeah, know. the main superhero league. Yeah, that and the Earth. I remember watching that first episode, and it's the whole episode, like the whole forty minutes of you're just Dude, following these guys, and I'm like, oh, this is lame. This is just another superhero like Justice League ripoff, and then it yeah. goes hard the other direction in the last ten minutes, and I'm like, all right, I'm in. I'm sold. I'm watching the rest of this. As soon, <laughs> as soon as it starts to go down, I'm just like, yep, this is what I'm talking about. Like, this gets me invested. You know, I'm like, Whoa, I did not see that. I like being surprised. I like being caught off guard. And it's yeah. just like, 
with most shows and movies, I'm just like, I, you know, I can expect what's going to happen every single time. Right. And then it goes on because, like, then that happens and you're like, oh, maybe he was being, being brain controlled, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then it goes on and it's like, no, he's just a shit human. <laughs> yep. Nope. That's just that's just who he is. Like, there yeah, you some, go. Some people just kind of suck. Welcome to this universe. And you're just like, Jesus. And then later on through a series, it just gets worse. And you're like, oh, my God. It's bad. You keep like, waiting great. for it to get better, but it just keeps getting worse. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yep. I'm in. I'm you're in. Like, I, I love that. Oh, surely he won't do that. That's his son. And then he does it. And you're like, what? what? Mm-hmm. That's his oh, son. Yeah. <laughs> no remorse either. I he know. just goes to town. You're like, all right. And, you know, but they do. It's kind of interesting, though, because they do in that show show him like kind of having second thoughts. Yeah. And that's like. Of kind of kind of turned me off from it a bit that he had second thoughts about everything he was doing because i was like there's no way someone this deeply indoctrinated into this kind of culture is even gonna think twice about anything he does yeah but i i'm i'm sucker for a good like character development and character i guess it growth. makes sense i mean if you think about it since he has been on earth for so long and stuff yeah. like that you know well, it makes and, sense for him to, you know, he was he's experienced so much there and so much of a different culture. But I mean, that's like their thing, though. That's what they do. They go there, infiltrate, and then you know, all that. destroy the whole world. Yeah, I'm like, that's just, I don't, it just doesn't make sense to me. You know, I'm like that 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 little portion. But that's like a nitpick. I'm nitpicking really hard. Yeah, that's a, it's a great show, and I highly recommend it's it to anyone that so hasn't good. watched it. Brandon, have you watched it? I have not. You Dude, really should. It's so good. It's it's, good. it's such a good like. It's like a good American anime. It's yeah. really good. Ooh. Um. On that uh, there. So well, I'll just ask you all. While I'm trying to figure out which one I'm thinking about. But there are any American animes that you guys know that are good? Watch that are good. Because I feel like I have one on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of what it is. Uh, I don't know if it's an American anime, but I think I think Afro Samurai maybe. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. What, like, you see, it's hard for me because I don't know because a lot of the anime I watch isn't American, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, Super Crooks. I think that's what I'm thinking of. You've seen Super Crooks? Mm-mm. Probably uh, pissing someone them. off if I'm saying this is an American anime and it's not. But it's about. <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't know. It kind of. It kind of does. The only thing. The only one I can think of is like Ruby. Yeah, that one's not great, but it's not bad. I enjoyed it. I mean, probably the best American anime is Dragon Dragon Ball Z. American, right? I don't think it is. No. Yeah, I don't think it is. No. I mean, there's not a lot of them. I mean, as far as I'm sure, there's a bunch. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure there is. As Uh, far as I'm aware, I mean. They're more popular, like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like, watching anime is more popular in America. Yeah, it's more socially acceptable in Asian countries. Well, literally anywhere other than America. there's, There's like a stigma in America that cartoons are for kids. Yeah. And so that kind of takes away from it. But... Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, Super Crooks, which I still haven't figured out if it's American or not, but it kind of does the same thing, um, as like Invincible does, where you start out with this person whose lifelong dream is to be a superhero, 
and then some shit goes down, and he turns into a supervillain. And it's a really good fucking show, and you should watch it if you haven't seen it. There's some titties in it, it, I think. It's great. Oh, nice. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I love, draw- I love cartoon titties. Yeah, cartoon titties. Oh, uh, number one American anime, Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. See, there's like there's ones I, I, I've seen and just don't think about, because they're so mainstream. It's just kind yeah. of... But that show is like, so not even good. In my brain. I love yeah, that show. Really damn good. If only the movie Surprise hadn't existed. <laughs> Are they still coming out with the show? That's another one of them terrible movies that you just can't help but love. Yeah, because it's so bad. I still, I love that movie, the the Avatar: The Last Airbender movie, because there's that one scene where they're in like a, a prison camp. And all the <laughs> earthbenders are doing this huge... There's like six of them doing this huge dramatic, like, earthbending thing. Scene. And they all like, Hoo-hah! And then a rock just slowly floats across the screen. <laughs> and it's not even like a big rock. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a basketball-sized rock. Yeah, something you could just pick up and throw faster than what it was doing. <laughs> it just kind of gently floats across the screen. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so good movie is that's just one of those movies that's so bad that it's just great to watch (laughs) no matter what you think about until you start actually thinking about you know the how garbage it is compared to the actual show i never saw the movie the fact that all of the characters pronounce his name ong yeah (laughs) even then in the anime it's ang This no research super, was done and it pisses me off. Super established fucking title that it was super popular and they can't even get the courtesy of pronouncing the fucking main protagonist's <laughs> name right. That's the kind of stuff that bothers the hell out of me, dude. I'm like, bro, this has been an established series for like so long and you're over here like it just makes you look bad because it looks like you didn't like absolutely no research. Yeah. I mean, you could just watch one episode and know what's going on, you know? Like, you Literally could know his the name. the first episode, you're like, yeah, I know oh, his Aang. name. Right. Yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. It just <laughs> makes you characters' bad. names? <laughs> <laughs> like, are we just not so it, like bad. doing any kind of um, research on this at all? Yeah. Just wing it, dude. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. (laughs) That was that movie. Just fucking wing it. We'll 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 work with it from there. And I hate movies like that. Oh, it drives me crazy. That's so many movies, though. It's the sad thing. But there are also some really great movies. Um. Oh, ooh, (laughs) to kind of wrap our two topics together, though, about video game movies and American anime. What about like uh, Castlevania? The, oh, the Netflix show? That. The Netflix oh, show was so it. good, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. That's one of those that they like, they took the concept of Castlevania, and they took all the names, and then they just told their own little story. And were like, let's mm-hmm. go! And also, the anime Castlevania is really damn good. Yeah, it is. Well, they've been doing that a lot recently. Because um, I, I watched... Or what is it? The Dota show just came out with a new episode or a new season, which isn't bad. And then I think uh, Dragon's Dogma has a show, and just like all these, I mean, I want to say obscure, but not really obscure show or video games are just getting shows that are all pretty good. And I think it's because the games themselves don't really 
like have that big of a pull. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's like they're not, you know, they're not super, they're not popular enough for it to cause enough backlash. Yeah. Well, but even, or, or also like with Castlevania, Castlevania was like as super popular and as, you know, renowned as one of the like game breaking games of all time with its like floor or um, like map exploration and all the stuff that they had done in it. But there's really like, it's just a platformer when you get down to it. <laughs> there's story in it, but you can just ignore the story. And then they took that. And it's, you know, it's also based off of just years of vampire lore and all this stuff, and then just made a good show in the world of it, without actually just rehashing everything that happened in the games. Right. And, I mean, platforming games to me are, like, it's kind of funny how much has been built off of just a platforming game, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's all it was, it was just a platformer, and then now here it is. Yeah, all these so. years later, and, like, it has a whole, um, like, category dedicated yeah. to just it. Because people reference games as Metroidvanias, because yep. of Castlevania. Yep. Yeah. And I love those games, too. I want to play more of them. Mm-hmm. Well, kind of, um, talking about new games, are there, are there any new video games coming out you guys are, are excited for? I don't know about new ones coming out, but I picked up a new one the other day, and pretty oh yeah. So far, it's pretty dang cool. Tell us. So I, I saw like a a trailer for that game. What's it called? Bright Infinite. Bright Memory Infinite. Bright, something like that. I saw a trailer for it, and I thought it was a a rip off game. Like I thought it was like a someone just ripped a bunch of assets from stuff and mashed it into a game. But, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> so so what is this video game about, Brandon? Lighten us. Uh, so I haven't played a, a whole, whole lot of it. Um, but base, so you as a character are this special agent. Uh, uh, I mean, she, she's definitely just special agent waifu to me. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> No, so you're a special agent, and you're part of SRO, which is the, oh, shit, Supernatural Something Research. Uh, you just added a something. Operation. <laughs> no, it, it's the, the, it bothers me because the, like, the initials of it are SRO, but it should be SSRO. Hmm. but you're uh you get called for like a survey mission and then turns out there's a black hole that spawned on uh on the earth and so you're like researching or like going to research that and uh You are making your way through fucking going through this camp of enemies, which is a different like faction of like a like a different company, basically. And sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And you are going through this and then you start to like 
take out some guys and you get hit with this electromagnetic pulse. And it's set in the future, so there's like self-driving cars and uh, like exosuit things. Good stuff. But then you get transported back in time to like... So it's based in China. I think it's actually a Chinese game. Oh, cool. But it's based in like an area of China. And it even tells you it's like parts of this map were based on real life like geography. And so you get transported back to like ancient China with like ancient warriors with swords and shields and you're fighting them with assault rifles. <laughs> that just doesn't seem fair. What do you No, it, they the way they did it is actually really good. They're a bit bullet spongy, but if you play it right, you can just fuck them up and it's really fun so far. So I'm oh, so enjoying it's like it. Out? Yeah, yeah. It came oh. out November of last year. Oh, okay. Okay. Bad. Not bad. What about you, Nicholas? Trying anything new? Looking forward to anything new? Oh, uh, I actually just got this game, Necromunda Hired Gun, recently, and it's like Doom in the Warhammer universe, and it's sick. But uh, otherwise, not really. I don't really pay attention to new games coming out, except for I think I can't remember what it's called, but it's. It's like a, a makes fun of Battlefield and like games like that. Um, I can't remember what it's called. It's like Clown something. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. I think I saw a video of it. It's like kind of like um, it has that totally accurate battle simulator vibe to it, or the it totally accurate like, uh, battle royale or whatever. It's well, it's not even a battle royale. It's the uh, it's it's just like Battlefield. And I I can't remember. I think it's Clown Battle or something. Yeah, Clown Field um, 2041 that, that, or something. Yeah, it's hilarious though because it's, it it reminds me of like Roblox, but not as Robloxy. Yeah. So it's a little more realistic. I think <laughs> so, I, I mean, saw that. And isn't, didn't they have like some advertising that was like, uh, this may be a joke game, but it has less bugs than actual Battlefield 2042 does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like people were saying, it's actually more fun than the new Battlefield game. Yeah. Man, that game was, so, a, was a disaster, but that's fine. They'll release another one next year, and it'll be just as popular. There was some new... Here, let me look. I, I, I sent Noah um, some new uh, side-scroller-type game that was kind of a metro... It looked like it was going to be like a Souls-like. Uh, I think it's Dauntless. That sounds familiar. Oh, man. I don't know. All I know is there are a bunch of new games coming out in february that i am very excited for and do not have the money to buy all of them um because <laughs> elden rings coming out at the end of the month which i'm super excited for uh dying light i think just came oh, out yeah, today elden rings be cool. dying light 2 which i i don't know did y'all ever play the first dying light no it's a <laughs> was that really like good the game? uh um, it's like uh, parkour like, zombies. Yeah, yeah. Parkour, parkour, parkour zombies. zombies. Basically, the explanation. Of it. It's a really <laughs> fun game. Uh, like the parkour is real smooth. The combat's fun. All the like weapon mods and stuff you can get. Super great. So I'm excited for the second one. Um, then there's also uh, the new Horizon game, not Forza Horizon. Uh, Horizon Zero Forbidden Dawn, West. No, this is Forbidden West, Brandon. Well, I know, but like that that series. Well, the I Horizon is one. the name of the series. 
my yeah. computer at the time was like getting on to its point of like not being strong enough to run most games oh, that yeah. I had at the time. Well, it was so a, I, I never played it. It was a PS exclusive until about a couple months ago, a year ago. That's probably why I didn't play it then, because I, I don't I don't have a PlayStation. Never have, except yeah. for like PlayStation Two and One. Which I think, I think the I second one is also play it, Jamie. Probably because I think it came out while we were still living together. Yeah, it was a it was a good game, especially if you like RPGs. Um, and they do robo dinos, which is always fun. So I I enjoy it, but I'm a sucker for any big open world game. So I'm excited for this new one. Uh, but then the biggest one I'm ready for is Total War Warhammer Three. So excited, and y'all better buy it and play it with me. <laughs> Even though it's... I probably will, honestly, because it, it like I've never played an actual Warhammer game. I've only played Vermintide and Necromunda, but I mean those are both like first-person combat. Like, well, I mean this the Total War series is its own like RTS branch, so I wouldn't actually say that's a real Warhammer game. I would say it's more of a Total War game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, because Total War, they have their... It's like civilization, but the battles are real-time, is the best way to explain it. Like, you're in an over overworld map, and you're controlling all your cities and moving all your armies around, and then when you actually fight another army, you get to place all your units and, like, fight it out in real-time. Which I love, but, you know, some people don't have the... don't have a knack for great games like I do, so... I I never played any of Total War games, so yeah, it always kind of confused me. Like Warhammer games always confused me because they would release so many of them. Yeah, they're very in depth. Yeah, there's a lot of small mechanics. If you don't understand, you're just not gonna have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, why I can't do games. Like I've been playing BDO again. And oh, no. like I just sit there and I'll just I'll just fish or um gather or just do like random stuff all the time and it take and it literally making any progression takes forever. Yeah. Like it just I'll sit there and fish like a whole day and like people will and I think that's a, a one big problem I have is people are like will play games for so long that they just get to the point of like they're they're so good at them, but the game is so complicated. Like they've been playing for five years, mm-hmm. and if you know, if I want to jump, like if I want to jump back into CS:GO, I don't really want to because like the game has evolved even yeah. so much. It's been the same game for so long, but people play it completely differently now. I mean, not completely differently, but there's so many different nuances to it. Like I don't remember any of the setups and stuff. Like I would just feel like garbage if I went in and tried to play it now. Yeah. Meta's changed so often that you and don't know what's thing, good anymore. Like people who've been playing one game for like a really long time, and then they're like, "Yeah, man, you should play this game with me." And then you get into it and you don't know anything, and like they're not helping you at all, so you're just lost the whole time. Yeah, yeah, I, I hate that. Well, that's like uh, Rainbow Six Siege. We played a bit of it, me and you, Brandon. We played quite a yeah. bit of Siege for a little while there when it first came out. And every once in a while, I see it on sale for like $10. And I'm like, man, I kind of would like to get back into some Siege. But they've released like 40 new characters and all these different maps and all these different abilities and stuff. And I'm just like, 
I don't want to invest that much time. You said it was already complicated enough when we were playing it. Yeah, now I just want to be a dude with a sledgehammer. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's kind of like a lot of people are talking about the death of the casual gamer. Yeah. Like, it's hard. It's really hard to be a casual gamer nowadays because really of how complicated and difficult to play video games are getting. Yeah. Well, because there, there's a lot of things that, like, you have to just know from experience in video games to fully comprehend. But then there's also, at the beginning of every single video game, and I only have this problem because I play, you know, 100 hours of video games a week, where they, they do step-by-step tutorials on press W to walk, press A to go oh, left, I press D to go that. right. Yeah. And I hate it with every fiber of my no being. there's no way to skip it. There's no way to skip it. And I'm just like, but then I go, okay, but, you know, there might be some people who've never played a video game before who might actually need this, so... Right. I'll just the worst, fast through this I, real fast. <laughs> I feel like the worst offender of that is Mario Party. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Mario Party drives me up the wall, dude, with goddamn tips with Toad, dude. You get yeah. Toad's tip every <laughs> single time you play. I'm like, dude, I've played this game for like a hundred hours. Can right. we please remove goddamn Toad's tip from the fucking game? Well, like it even it even gives you the option of uh, have you played the game before? And it no, defaults to yes. <laughs> it defaults to yes, no, and I'm even just like then, no. even, if you, even if you pick no, it's still you open up the map. What well, time for tips with Todd? I'm just like Jesus Christ, <laughs> end me! Oh my God, because you have to sit there and spam A for like five minutes just to get through all of the bullshit you already know. I'm like, dude, please spare me. Well, also, <laughs> Mario Party is one of those games that I only play when I'm drunk with other people. Like that's, that's a party game, you know. Maybe that's, that's why they that's named the it that. Problem though, but that's the problem because I'll get drunk and easily angered, yeah. and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like before every single mini game, there's a like a splash screen of this is how you play the game, and, <laughs> and it even lets you, yeah, yeah, it lets you practice oh, the dude. game, and until everybody readies up, you don't go through. So we're mm-hmm. all like, you know, three handles in blacked out of our minds and we're just playing the practice round over and over again <laughs> until one of us finally goes fucking ready up you pieces of shit and then we all ready up and play the actual mini game since you've already played 47 times yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're gonna put tutorials in games please please add a setting that you can just turn them off turn off tutorials turn off hints turn off everything mm-hmm or after you hit a certain amount of hours in the game, turn it off. I don't yeah. want to see it anymore. I know how to do everything. Like, please. Or, or just give me a splash screen the first time I have I launch into a game that asks me, have you played a game before? <laughs> yes, honestly, Dude, that, please. Will hit yes, and then it will take out all fucking beginner mode. Yeah. Shit. Because it's where still... Like, w to lock. Fucking E to interact, yeah, interact with stuff. Yeah. Because that shit still kind of boggles my mind how there are people who don't know how video games work, even though it's probably a majority of the population. I'm just so deep in it that it doesn't make sense to me that you wouldn't you get into a game and there's just things, you know, like was to walk around, shift to sprint, space to jump, also, F or E to interact, R to reload, like tab for inventory. There's just these things that you know. Developers. 
any developer ever listens to the show. Doubt. Default inventory tab. to tab, I know. not I. I yes. Yeah. That totally doesn't make sense. Any any like survival game, any game with an inventory, the first thing I do in that game is I it, before ever even launching into the game, I'm in the main menu, I go to options. And I remap inventory to tab before mm-hmm. I ever start the game. Right, because it just makes so much more sense than having because to they reach across the keyboard. Because they always defaulted to I, and it's fucking ignorant. Mm-hmm. I for ignorant, not I for inventory. <laughs> for ignorant. <laughs> Man, uh, kind of like with all this stuff, I've been playing recently, I've been playing Deathloop, which I don't know if you guys know what that is, but it's a really good game and you Ooh. should play it. Um, it's like a roguelite first-person shooter, but with, like, super... Pa- it feels like... uh, what, What's the... Dishonored meets Borderland meets uh, Roguelite. It's a great game, but it has, like, three hours of tutorials. Jesus. <laughs> it's because you, like, you load in, and there's a whole bunch of tutorials you have to skip through, and then you play through the first loop, and then there's more tutorials explaining the loop, and then you get a new item, and then it's more tutorials explaining the new items, oh, and then it like skips over to when you die the first time, and then there's more tutorials explaining how dying affects the loop, and it just really beats you over the head with all these tutorials. And I, it's a great game. Other than that, if you can just <laughs> mash through all the tutorials real quick. And for me, that's what tutorials always end up being. It's just like let's just get through mash. this. I already, yeah. like I'll figure it out. Like tutorials don't help me. Because as soon as the tutorial's done, I've forgotten everything they just told me, except for, like, specific certain things. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I just, I'm completely clueless. I'm like, whatever, I'll figure it out. Yeah, and just, so that's how I like to play games. I don't smash buttons. I don't like to have my hand held. Yeah. But, like, if you have some sort of wacky mechanic that no other game has, like, yeah, give me a brief, like, hey, this is what this does. And I'll yeah. be like, okay, thanks. Yeah. And then go on from there. But, like, any first-person shooter is like, this is the key to throw a grenade, and why is it always G? Yeah. yeah. I, anything that is beyond R, F, and V on my keyboard, like, to the right, beyond I'm that, out of reach. Out don't of even reach. care about it. It is not getting used. Like, there, like I have, what, 12 buttons? And then, I mean, I, there's plenty of buttons around. I'm like, and most people have mice now. That I mean, I say yeah, most people. Thumb buttons and yeah, like normal my mice has, and... <laughs> My mouse has like six or seven different, or I think six buttons on it that I can program. I don't use all of them all the time, but like for like specific games that I really care about, yeah, I do. Yeah, you know, and so. But you know, that's one of those things that they can't default the grenade button to a mouse thumb button because well, I understand that. But why G? <laughs> why G? Why not let me select the G grenade? G for grenade. And I totally for inventory that. and J for journal. <laughs> it's so annoying, though. I mean, I do appreciate like MMOs and stuff that will use like the letters to to signify something like J for journal, um, C for like or like C, C for, for your character menu or something. Like this, like uh, Wildlands uses um, C for prone, and I I'm like, why? Yeah, why is Z, Z for prone. That is that is why? control. 
Why can't I just hold down <laughs> control and go prone like yeah, <laughs> like yeah. any other first person shooter or Why shooter? Is it game a ever? separate button to go prone versus crouch? Yeah, yeah. I just there's some decisions that are made, and I understand it's probably because of that's how the engine works, but it doesn't not like it doesn't help it not piss me off. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there are also just a lot of games that are you can tell they're designed for controllers. Like I'm yeah, playing like Deathloop oh. again. It is designed for a controller, honestly, but you know, you can make it work on a make it work on a mouse and keyboard, but there's just something about them not like just taking another another hour or so to set up key mapping to make more sense for a keyboard. Yeah, that's that's probably my my own thing, but I hate I hate having to change my like settings in games to mm-hmm. fit my the way I play and stuff. I know it's a, like a super like stupid thing to be like kind of complaining about, but it's it just kind of bothers me. I'm like, if I, I don't, I don't know. That's that's kind of dumb. That's that's kind of dumb on my part to even like be yeah, bothered by that. It. But <laughs> yeah, but it's it's one of those things that like irks me. I'm like, damn it, I don't want to have to go in and change stuff just because you mapped it weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's and it's definitely gotten a lot better than it used to be because you know, like old games, like original PC games. They had no idea how to do key mapping. Like they, it was always the arrow keys for movement, which just makes no freaking sense because there's no oh, yeah, buttons around awful. the arrow keys yeah. to put anything else to. So like, oh, arrow keys with one hand, and then your other well, hand is also on the keyboard, moving all so, the cameras around. But that was at a time really kind of before. Mouth like looking around in a video game was so important. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like, remember kind of sidebar, but I remember playing the original Lego Star Wars trilogy with my sister. Um, and I we had a wired controller we would plug into the USB port, and then I would use uh arrow keys and like JK and L to, <laughs> to play mm-hmm. the game. Good memories, good times. No, I never really played any older PC games because, you know, I didn't have internet till I was like 16. So yeah. most of what mine was was console games. But as soon as oh. I, I built my first computer uh, at, at 16 or 17, oh, man, there was no turning back. Like playing on a controller for me is just infinitely worse than playing on mouse and keyboard. And uh, like unless it's like a racing game, that's that's usually my only exception. But literally any other game. I do not. It's just terrible. See, I there are specific games that I like controllers better. So, like, Dark Souls games, I play Dark Souls games on controllers. That's fair, too. Yeah, like, yeah. there are specific games that I do enjoy it more, uh, but it, it's, it's so specific. I feel like any game that's third person, I play on controller. Just because something about having the over-the-shoulder camera just makes it difficult for mouse and keyboard. I don't know why. It's probably just a personal thing. I mean, yeah. Oh. Also, I don't know. Nick said internet, and it made me think about it. I heard some interesting news on the radio today. Who listens to the radio? Me. Me in my (laughs) work truck, because it doesn't have fucking Bluetooth audio. Doesn't it have an aux cord? Have a cassette player? No. 
Do y'all never have those, those cassette players that were an aux cord, so you would throw yeah, the cassette yeah. in there and plug into your they phone? They have Bluetooth ones now. Yeah, yeah, good times. Anyways, you're saying. Uh, Suddenlink now has 5 gig internet. Hmm. On their fiber on their fiber network, they now have five gigabit internet. It's fucking awesome. How much is it? Where can I buy it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't but need I just it heard... though, dude. Like my I really gigabit don't is, is plenty. Like I, was say, I don't need it either. And also, one... like one gig, my one gig internet's like ninety bucks a month. So that, that yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. already expensive. So yeah, no, but they, uh, I just heard that, and I was like. What the fuck? I mean, like, yeah, for a business, it would make sense. Like, if you have, you know, ah, 30 see, point of sale machines. But even, like, I would say for a business, that's not enough. <laughs> like, they have much bigger packages for businesses. Well, we it's were just a very a decadent civilian. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll buy it. Tell suddenly to give, give them my number. <laughs> I'll buy it. I don't know. I just wouldn't see myself using that much. Like, yeah, that I don't know, speed. man. Sometimes when my 100 gig game doesn't download within one hour, I mean, that's just I mean, shame. Even, <laughs> even with my gig internet, it usually doesn't take that long. I mean, yeah, same, but... <laughs> it's Isn't it... It's kind of crazy, though, right? Because I remember dial-up internet. Like, I remember yeah, yeah, fucking same, screeching same. noise, and then just yes. within... 20 years, which is not a huge time span. We've gone from dial-up internet to 5 gigabit download speeds. Like, <laughs> it's just it's insane. Crazy. The advancement of technology has been crazy in our in our time, like in our generation. I know. Alone. Well, and I feel like it's it's made our generations more adaptable. Like, we, we I feel like we pick up on stuff faster. You know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I can give any, you know, anywhere between zero and thirty-year-old a new phone, and they'll they'll figure it out within ten minutes how to get to all the settings, how to use all the little features and whatnot. But then you give anyone above that age just a, you know, a non-paper phone book, and they've they they're lost. They don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it's like a generational also... thing. Yeah, then also you hand, like, a 10-year-old a fucking phone book, and they're like, how do I do anything <laughs> yeah. with this? I think it's kind of a, 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 a double-edged sword, right? I think it's made us more adaptable as far as technology goes, but as far as, like, actual real-world stuff, I, I think it's made us soft and kind of worthless. I mean, like yeah, I but watching... if that real-world stuff isn't prevalent anymore, then why do we need it? Well, it's it's not prevalent until it's until it's necessary, you know. It's one of those things like it's not likely that you'll need to know how to do like most of this stuff, but it's probably best if you do just in case it hits the fan and you're like, "Well, I'll, I'm going to die if I don't know how to do any of this." Like reading a map. And it's not like you would you, it's not like knowing how to do all of that, but having the capacity to be able to adapt and be able to do that. And I don't think I don't think we're as good at, at that, like going outside and figuring things out without the internet. 
because most people our age use Google. And this is a conversation I had with my coworker because he's Gen X. And I was like, what's with Gen X and not being able to Google things? Like they always like I always get questions from Gen X uh, people whenever they could have just and I literally Google it and send them yeah. what I Googled. And like, it's exact a Gen question X. in there. Yeah, he's like, yeah, exactly. And it's like, well, you know, it's kind of a trusting certain sources kind of deal. You know, the Internet was is like you grew up with it. So, you know where to go and you know what to look for. And I'm like, yeah, but this literally has a video that shows you. And he's like, right. But most of us don't think like that. We we think to turn to the person we think knows the most, who we trust the most with this kind of with stuff. Like with cars, for the most part, he used to always hit me up about stuff with cars, and now he Googles it because I tell him, he's like, how'd you know that? And I was like, I literally Googled yeah, it. Google it. Well, I mean, I do he's the like, same oh, thing, what though. I think of that? Where, like, if something's going wrong with my car, I need help with anything, I'll usually just call my dad, just because he usually has some pretty good insight. And then, after I hang up on the phone with him, I'll still Google it, just to get extra information about it. That's fair, yeah. but that's that's not like you you not taking that that, like, step, right? Like you called somebody who can possibly help you with diagnosis. Yeah. Whereas they'll be like trying to do something. They know what the problem is and they'll, they'll be trying to do something super simple. And then they, they call you or text you or whatever. And like, Hey, uh, I'm trying to do this. Uh, how do you like, do you know how to do it? And I'm like, yeah, sure. One sec. And I look up, I Google it, find a YouTube video and send it to them. And they're like, Oh, sweet. Thanks. I'm like, yeah, I literally Googled that. And they're like, Oh, <laughs> man. Well, that, Back to my IT days, working at a call center, that was my whole life. Is people would just ask me questions, and I would just mash their question into the search bait or the search bar of our that had our detailed lists in them, and then just read it back to them. And they were like, "You're a wizard." I'm like, <laughs> yeah, "Dude, not it's really." It's so funny being in IT. You just have to click. You they always go, "Hey." Uh, I'm trying to log into this website, but I forgot my password. I'm like, oh, did you try clicking forgot password? And they're like, no. <laughs> yep. Oh, dude. I have a I have a buddy who uh, used to work with me who's now in like a help desk position. And he's like, dude, there's so many times he's like, uh, I'll, I'll just uh, send them and uh, let me Google that for you link. <laughs> and then just close the ticket. I'm like, yeah, I mean, because it's like. People have an issue where it's like, oh, my laptop turned off on its own. What's the problem? And like, well, how long has it been since you've restarted it? And like, never. It's like, well, that's probably, that's probably why. Yeah. It's not a commercial piece of technology, so you probably should turn it off. Nothing, yeah. nothing is just meant to run forever. Yeah, but you know, we've again, we've also grown up with all this technology, so it just makes sense to us. But then these other yeah. people, they just, they just don't, they, they can't comprehend what they need to do just because they've never had to do it or at least right. never thought it was important enough to learn. Well, it's kind of like, uh, uh, my coworker, Brian, he's the one, he's the Gen X guy. Uh, I was telling you about who I was asking this question for why Gen X doesn't, uh, you know, Google things or YouTube things. And, uh, he was like, well, you know, you kind of taught me to do that. He was like, whenever I used to hit you up a lot for car questions or what have you, you know, me or Esteban one would, tell him well you know you're like how'd you know that and like well we just googled it and found a youtube video on it and did it and so he took that information and now he started he had he got his keys stuck in his hyundai sonata and he had to like he, he was like oh man i'm gonna see if nick or Esteban knows what's going on with this and then he sat there and he's like you know what i'm just gonna look it up and see if i can figure it out myself and he did he had to take apart his console and like do this weird thing that's like a oh, hyundai Kia korean thing i guess yeah 
take apart the whole car to get one thing out. Yeah, but there's some also kind that of log. I don't know. I also have that satisfying, uh, like, I know a lot about cars. I grew up working on cars. I've worked on so many different fucking cars. I'll somebody will literally ask me a question, and I'm like, "Yeah, you do this, 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 and this," and they're like, "No way, it's that simple." I'm like, "No, it's that simple." And then so they Google it, and they're like, "I was like." What did Google say? They were like, exactly what you did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, but I mean, there's, yeah, with, there's with also just something very simple. Yeah, it usually is, but there's just something very daunting about, like, especially with cars. They're very complex now. Um, they've got all sorts of stupid yeah. sensors that if oh, they go yeah. wrong, everything shuts down, and you don't know where all these wires are going or all these moving parts are going. So to just tell someone, like, yeah, just fucking open it up and rip out the spark plug and the ignition coil and then put a new one in, you're good. And they're just, like, just staring at you like, what? <laughs> like, that makes sense to you, but as a person who's, who doesn't do that, it doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> so saying it's simple doesn't really class or doesn't really work. Well, that's why I drive an 01 Chevy. Like, you know, I, I don't want to drive. That's that's one thing that, like, people who actually work on cars and do their own maintenance and stuff like that don't drive want old cars. some... Yeah, they, that's why we drive old cars and why we don't like the electric thing. Because what they're doing is they're goading you into this whole, oh, well, you know, it's so much better and reliable than they used to be. And I'm like, no, they're not at all. Like, they're just... They're new. That's why they're so reliable. I mean, and, and also, you can't work on any of them yourself without spending a ton of money on this diagnostics equipment. Which I mean, I'm like pass, pass hard on that. Yeah, I give you that one. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like even though they may not be as reliable, most of them are uh, like just leagues safer than old vehicles. Just with all True. the all like how they're designed. Like, there's the whole argument where. You could drive an old car into a brick wall and it would it would destroy the wall. You drive a new car into it and it's completely destroyed. Like, yeah, because it's designed to do that. It's designed to crumple so that the force isn't just shoved onto you. The car absorbs the force and you don't take any damage. So it's like, it's just, you know, there's give and takes. There's there's always prawns, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there's for always sure. Like, <laughs> I know that risk, right? Like, I know the risk I take by driving an older vehicle, but, you know, it's just, I prefer it, and that's what I want. I, I know what's, you know, what, what can happen. Yeah. I mean, and that's something I think a lot of people need to understand as yeah. well. It's like, yes, older vehicles aren't as safe, but, I mean, if you if you do like working on them yourself and you want to have, like, a project car, always go yeah. older car. Right. Unless you make like a absolute ridiculous amount of money, then you know do whatever you want. But most yeah. people don't make a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> no, Why I had most a buddy people drive Civics. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had a buddy who drove the. Uh, it was a '98 Ram 1500, so almost the same exact truck I used to drive, and the same exact truck that I've probably spent hundreds of hours driving around and working on well he had a problem or his alternator went out so he replaced it cool all hmm. good i like you taking initiative to change your own shit yo uh well he gets in the next day to work he's like i had trouble starting it this morning this and that and i can't get it to start now 
And so I was like, pop the hood. Pop the hood. And within a minute, I diagnosed and had it fixed. It was something stupidly simple that if he would have just taken his time, he would have seen it. But he was like, what did you do? I was like, man, you had a loose ground. That was it. <laughs> yeah, but and that's a lot of times you have electrical issues. It's usually a ground. Ground is the most important or wire. <laughs> or having something like shorting out. Like sometimes you can have wires fray off out of the yeah. um, insulation and stab into other insulation. It's it's very rare that happens, yeah, but it can happen. Out. Yeah. So I mean, electrical. I hate electrical issues. So I'm all about but it was it. just really funny. Because it would start, but he would have to hold his foot on the gas in order to keep it running. I'll rev it up. Yeah, and so uh, we, like, I had him just hold it on the gas, and I just tightened the ground lug back down, and then I was like, I walked around the truck, I was like, let off. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, let off. And so he let off the throttle, and guess what? It stayed idling. He was like, what did you do? Like, yeah, it'll lose ground. That was it. I mean, it's, it's it, a lot of it's just being detail oriented, checking everything, you know? Well, yeah. You could say that too, but it's also, again, trying to go back to if you don't know anything about cars, yeah. you're not going to think yeah. of that. You're not going to be True. like, oh, yeah. this wire over here is kind of loose and that's fucking everything up. Like, you, yeah. you, you know it's simple because you've worked on them before and you understand the importance of it. But to just say, like, oh, this guy didn't get it because he, he doesn't understand it. Like, yeah, you can't know it if you don't know it, you know? True, true. Yeah. It's a lot of its experience. Yeah. But, I mean, you're not going to get experience unless you do it. Yeah, yeah that's true. But it also, I mean, like... I wasn't with... taught how to do this. I taught myself. Like, I taught myself everything I know about cars. So it's not impossible. Which I think I don't I don't know how you did it particularly, but I think that's one of the YouTube. YouTube yeah, that's what Google I was saying. One of the literally how I did it. One of the most amazing things about the internet is that you could just learn anything at any given time. Like when I was doing uh, computer programming, I learned very little from my actual college courses. Everything I learned was from YouTube videos that I got for free off the internet while I was paying thousands of dollars a semester at a college. <laughs> yep and every time yep. i would like the the professor i would be watching my lecturer trying to get my homework done he'd be like oh okay this is just a basic for loop uh you know you all should already know that and then would go on i'd be like a what a what loop and then i would google for loop explanation and it would just give me a fucking 40 minute long video explaining every intricate detail about it and that's like, how i learned everything <laughs> you should have just googled it <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and that's when I realized, why am I paying for this college? <laughs> that's kind of me. Like, I, I, I still want to go to college at some point, but I'm, I'm trying to weigh whether or not it's worth it. <clears throat> I right, think I want to pick. I think it's more worth it when you're older. I think it's really right. stupid to expect people to go straight out of high school into college because you, they, you don't understand what that's, college is. That's what I said all the way through high school, dude. Everybody else was like, I'm going to college. I'm going yeah. to college. And here Nick was, eh, I don't want to burn myself out, you know, right out the gate. And also, I don't know what I really want to do. So I'm mm -hmm. going to take some time and, like, spend some time just out of college in the workforce and figure it out. 
And sure enough, the vast majority of people who went to college right out of high school either dropped out or just flunked out or what have you. Yeah, couldn't afford it. Throwing some shade. What's happening? <laughs> well, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying <laughs> no, to no, get you. I get you. I went all on shade. But... I mean, no, I, I, hundred percent. I called it. I called it. All right. <laughs> it just like, because with me, but that's the specifically, norm, though, right? Yeah, like with me specifically, it, it was never a discussion of if I'm going to college. It was all right. What college are you going to? You know, like what it, do you want to do? Right? Yeah. Like all right, you you're yeah. going to which college, and what are you going to that college for? It was never well. You don't have to go to college. You kind of figure out what you want to do, and then make up your mind from there, which would have been. So much smart, and I wish. Oh yeah, I wish somebody had had pushed that thought on me sooner because it would have made my life so much easier. Yeah, I, I tried. I tried. You know, I mean, I didn't really try talking anybody into not going and not going to college because you know it's all whatever they want to do. But I and did voice people, my opinion on it. Yeah, and some people do go. Like, I mean. Uh, my oldest sister went in and then dropped out, but then she went back, and I think just this past year, maybe this year, she's supposed to be getting her degree for, I think, electrical engineering. And then my middle sister went in and made it all the way through medical school and became a nurse, like, first try. So, <laughs> you know, there's never a good, good rule for everybody, but I just wish it was more of a more of a conversation with high schoolers that you don't have to go to college right away. Yeah. I think well, it's hey, just the norm shouldn't be college that, or high school than college, right? Because that's the yeah. norm. Most yeah. most people are like, I'm going to go to college right after high school. And I'm like, you don't really have to. There's yeah. nothing making you. Because right? you can make a living wage n- not going to college. It's, yeah. it's really, like for me, I mean, just having a good work ethic and being able to network. Being able to network is huge. Like, yeah. if you can learn to talk to people, like, whenever, like, I was at Starbucks, I would just talk to people. There was a guy who offered me a job as a welder because I had welding experience. And then there was a guy who came in and he worked at IBM. And that's how I have my current job. You know, I'm like, it's just networking. You just talk to people, be friendly. And if that's not your strong suit, then you know, start looking into education or whatever you're good at. Like, what is what is your strong suit? Yeah, don't necessarily don't... jump straight to college because there are a lot of people who can self-educate. Yeah, and you don't even have to go to college. Like I'm doing a trade school right now. I'm getting a yeah. certification as an electrician, paying you know a, f- a minor fraction, like one percent of what I was paying for college. And I'm while I'm doing it, I'm making full time pay. So Dude, and there's so much. It's such a high demand for trades right now. Like it, there's a huge demand for people getting into trades. Trust me. I completely know that. <laughs> Especially <laughs> people who are good at trades. Like, if you're really good with your hands and, like, you're willing to, you know, give up your body a little bit, depending on what trade you're in. I mean, if you're an That's electrician, odd. I mean, you really don't do anything. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. 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 <laughs> no, so, no, I'm like, just kidding. I, I, I'm in the firm stance of, should I have gone to college? No, absolutely not. Am I glad I did? Yes, because I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't. 
Right. It's not like you regret it, but it's it's like one of those things looking back on it. It's like it probably wasn't the best decision, but I don't regret my time there because, you I know, mean, you I all experienced a lot. You grew you grew a lot as a person. <laughs> 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 Jeremy over here. I, I, I totally regret that shit. I, all I'm saying is that definitely the lowest point of my life and the highest or like the peak of my depression was during college. And it was mostly because of college. But I also appreciate like I did learn. Like, I had a couple of classes, you know, they're always the basic blow-off classes that you don't do anything in. But then I mm -hmm. had some classes that they did push, like, problem-solving. Not really, like, you don't need to memorize all this information, you just need to learn how to break down a problem, break it into its parts, and then yep. just work it step-by-step step until you get an answer. Which I think working on really helped, yeah. Mm -hmm. But then, again, there are parts that I'm like, man, I'm so far in debt. And I got no degree out of it, and yeah. I would I didn't sleep at all because I was just constantly stressed about class and paying bills and rent and tuition and all this stuff, and it was destroying my life. <laughs> I finally, and you would think getting out of it would be an easy decision, but it was not. Yeah, because well, I mean, it, whenever you get out of high school, you don't really have that structure, right? Like, whenever no. you get out of high school, you're you're what eight, like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, yeah. however old you are, you're not, you're no older than twenty usually. And yeah. I mean, you're still a kid. I mean, you can't even legally go buy alcohol. Like, why are we allowing kids to accrue massive amounts of debt right out of high school? Yeah, yeah. like that seems like a really poor decision. Like, wait until we're like. Because, I mean, uh, they say a lot of people say it's better to go to college uh, after the age of 23 because they stop looking at your parents' mm -hmm. money. You know, they don't they don't look at that for your grants mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So a lot of people are doing that now where they're waiting until they're 23 or older because you like get a, way better financial aid. Yeah, that's a big part of it is because since I was still like a codependent on my parents and my parents are like like middle class to high middle class, um, I did not qualify for anything. Like they nothing what, at all. Three siblings? Yeah, or two siblings. Two uh, sisters, me and, so me and two others. You and two other people to these universities. Yeah. I mean, that is not cheap. And so we didn't I did not qualify for jack shit. And so then having to pay all that, there was a point where I was working two jobs and going classes full time. Like it's just it you don't doesn't have a make life. sense anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like it made sense. Uh like you know, 30, 40 years ago when college was 300 bucks a semester and yeah. then you could get all your stuff out. But it was now that it's a semester and people were making like, uh, almost like, you know, almost what we make now. Yeah. But now it's, you know, 10,000 a semester and you can maybe work a part-time job for $7 an hour while you're yeah. doing that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and then people who do work full time job and go to college, and, be, and they're successful in both, you have no personal life. Oh, absolutely zero personal yeah. life. You're you're a like, you have no friends, no free time. It's just miserable. Like I mean, unless that's just what you're about, which I don't think that's hardly anybody. Like that's yeah. a very minimal amount of people that are just okay with that. And, I mean, most people I knew whenever I was playing CSGO, a lot of them were going to college at the same time. They were playing CSGO like eight hours a day. They worked an eight-hour job, and they went to college. And they just had got like two hours of sleep a night. And I'm like, yep. that can't be healthy. No, it was not. No, not at all. 
I mean, because I did that shit. It was terrible. I hated my yeah. life. <laughs> I mean, sleep is huge, dude. Getting getting like seven, six, seven hours of sleep a night is huge for mm-hmm. your like mental state. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're in so like you go go and sleep two hours for a night and tell me you're you feel like way happier the next day. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you just don't. That's just it no. Doesn't... The next day is miserable. Yeah, and you're you're not you're not in your right state of mind. Like it's just such a weird kind of like thing that's just like oh you graduated high school good for you now go get fucked <laughs> yeah and, and also don't don't be ready don't be prepared we're not going to prepare you yeah. at all for the fact that you're about to get fucked also i i do think that one of the reasons i had such a terrible time in college is because high school was so easy I never studied for tests. Mm-hmm. I never took notes. I Sometimes I just didn't do homework, and I came out number eight in the class not trying at all. It was super Damn. easy for me. Not to say that I'm like some genius or some shit, but I... Because high school was yeah, easy. Yeah, it was just high school. And then I got into college where they don't tell you you need to study. They don't like force feed you this information. If you don't study, you're just fucked. Like, and I, it just didn't click with me until I got to the point where my grades were falling and then I'm stressed because my grades are falling, but I also have to work. So I can't put a lot of time into studying. And so then my grades get worse and then I start can't pay my rent and then it also snowballs and I'm giving myself anxiety right now. (laughs) This is perfect because this, that explains my high school. So my dad remarried it whenever I was 11 and my stepmom came in and she took over. She basically made it to where I had to, I was going to high, I was in high school. Brandon knows about this a little bit. I mean, it was just, I was like a slave. Um, I would get out of school. I would have to go and do my little part-time job, come home, clean my room, do my own laundry, do the dishes, take out the trash, mow and weed eat and clean the dog pen and mow and weed eat it. And just like, I did everything around the house basically. Like I took care of the house while going to school and while working a part-time job and while trying to maintain like hanging out with friends. I mean, Brandon knows I, we were in downtown Big Spring hanging out, doing stuff like I thought I was fine. And I get a phone call telling me to come home and I'm grounded for the rest of the summer. And I'm like, what did I do? You forgot to take out the trash. Yep. I'm grounded for three months because I forgot. And I had to come home immediately because I forgot to take out the trash. Like, seriously, that, yeah. that was like, that's OK in your mind. That's that's how high high school was my college, and that's why I did not want to go to college. Yeah. Is because I got so burnt out from my par- from my stepmom and my dad allowing that. Because I mean, before her, I would go to go to school, come home, and ride dirt bikes until the sun went down. That was like how my life went until she came around, and then she, then it's like it just completely flips around. So yeah. my, my high school I, experience was basically my college, and that's why I mainly didn't go to college, because I got so fucked uh, whenever I, I was younger. I somehow got you out of being grounded that whole summer. No. No, I moved out. Was that that summer? Yeah, I remember I, I moved out. I moved in with my mom. I was like, fuck this shit. I am not oh, going to yeah. be fucking grounded for a whole... My mom even said so, because it was like fucking summer of junior year, and I was just, it was about to be senior year. And I'm like, bro, I'm about to be a fucking senior. And I like, this is my summer. This is my yeah. fucking summer. I'm going to sit at the house and do nothing. And I just got, I just got like, just used basically. That was like basically yeah. what I was. It was just something for her to take her anger out on and be shitty to me. Basically is how I took it. She may not have meant it that way and thought she was being, you know, tough love or something, but yeah, 
I yeah, I felt like I was just getting fucked. You were. That, that's that's true. Yeah, and there's definitely I feel like there's just a a bit of a like an idea that if you're not constantly doing something that society deems important, then you're just not doing anything. You're being waste wasteful. Whereas yeah. Like you should just, just be like allowed this, to a completely pointless podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but like you, you should be allowed to be pointless. Yeah, you should be allowed to just not do anything. Like especially, you know, I'm I'm very I really don't like going out and doing things with people. But my sister Same. sometimes will sometimes uh like invite me out to hang out with her and some of her friends or just like her go over to her house to eat or something. And there there are weeks that I'm just like I really don't. I just don't. Like, every fiber of my being is telling me, don't leave the house right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just don't want to do this. But I don't feel like I can just say that. Like, I don't feel like, oh, I don't feel like doing this. I have to make up some excuse to do it instead of just being like, yeah, no, I just want to stay at home, play video games, you know, enjoy my evening instead of. But you feel like you feel like you have to make up an excuse. Yeah, I feel like oh, I don't feel too great, or oh, I got work t- tomorrow, <laughs> so I can't come out tonight. Darn. Ducks. Uh, yeah, that's how I used to be. Now more so, I've found I've become more uh, social, but only with my friends and like certain people. Like usually with family members, I it's 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 kind of depends like my brother i'll hang out with all day because you know my brother's my brother and we're really close like that but that's only because we both went through the same like shit so we're both of the same kind of mindset of like you know we just whenever we're hanging out we just want to have fun yeah so it's a little different but like with some of my uh, relatives i haven't seen them in so long whenever i hang out with them and stuff i'm just like oh man this is just like you're not the same person you used to be like people change which is totally fine but it's not like you know, they're they're not like people I want to hang out with. It doesn't make them bad or me bad because I don't want to. But it's one of those awkward things where you kind of have to be like weird making an explanation about it because you don't want to be rude. Yeah. Well, you feel like if you just tell them like, yeah, no, I just don't really want to hang out with you. That you feel like it's not acceptable. You're like, yeah, and they're yeah. gonna take it as an insult. Whereas like, no, it's not an insult. It's just I I just want to be comfortable and happy. <laughs> And not be forced into some some social situ- situation that I'm not gonna enjoy in the slightest. Yeah, it kind of bugs me too because like a lot of people will put a stigma on that and be like, "Oh, well, you're depressed." It's like, no, I just don't want to go outside right yeah. now. <laughs> my like, I just want to be batteries... lazy. Let me be fucking lazy. <laughs> the, my social batteries are drained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I can't. I don't have the emotional energy to deal with people. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's like, especially like coming out, coming home after work, you know, I've just put in eight, nine hours of dealing with all these other people and doing all this stuff to make sure everything gets done. I just want to come home and be by myself. <laughs> yep. I just Dude, want I to totally sit and play that. video games. Especially being in IT. I like, cause uh, a lot of my friends didn't really understand. They're like, I'd come home and I'd be chilling and they're like, Hey, you want to hang out? And I'm like, well, I just got off work. And they're like, well, you don't, you don't really do anything at work, do you? And I was like, not really, not physically, but like mentally I am drained. And now that Sam has a IT job, he's like, I get it. I totally get it now. Like I'm mentally drained whenever I come home now. I'm like, yeah, dude, you see, like it's, it's not like fun and games whenever I'm at work, I'm working. Yeah. It's It's like, I've been working from home these past couple days. 
and it still like has kicked my ass. But only because I work, I try to work hard. I mean, yeah, I feel like most, I'll say most, but probably not most people try to, no, try not, to put in their best, but not most dude, none of my coworkers <laughs> do nearly as much as me for the most oh, part. See, I feel like I've had good luck with coworkers, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> it's also because they're older and just kind of burnt out, you know, they're like, whatever. Yeah, that's true. There's definitely an aspect of all the, all yeah. the, the older journeymen are just like, eh, whatever, just do this shit it's yeah. fine <laughs> yeah whatever we're just we're just here to collect a paycheck i'm like yeah, i feel that go on you're like all right, oh. yeah, all right i mean it's crazy because the just the differing like viewpoints we have because two of us went to college and well, i wish you and <laughs> you and jeremy went to college and i didn't yeah, I don't know if I would necessarily say failed out. Yeah, that's true. We didn't I, fail out. I know, I know for me, I decided at some point that I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. And then I stayed in way too long. Well, yeah. you lost motivation, right? At some point, yeah. you were like, whatever. I'm just, I'm so over it at this point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this isn't for me. It's not worth it. Yeah. And so it put me into a position of, well, now I'm just working, whatever. And then it turned into an opportunity of my lifetime where I'm training to be a builder, a home builder. Yeah. And so college isn't the answer, dude. There are so <laughs> many different answers. And yeah. that's where I feel like high school really fails people is because it tells you there's only one answer. Sit down, shut up. Don't think, you know, don't talk to your friends. Don't network. It's like that just totally fails people for the real world. Yeah. But and then Jeremy decided, hey, this isn't for me. I'm going to put some stock into trade school. And so After far, like he's... four years. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but now you're enjoying that much mm -hmm. more than you ever. It, it minusculely enjoyed college. Oh, yeah. Like Dude, I actually it's... wake up happy and I can actually sleep through the night. <laughs> it's and a very it's so drastic difference. Like, it's oh, so absolutely. much less stressful than going to college it's, because you're not, like, paying that much, so it's not that yeah. weight over your over your shoulders or on your, on your shoulders over your head. And it's also, like, once you – while you're in college, you know, you, you get out of your classes for the day, but you're not done with college. Like, there's still homework. Yeah. There's still exactly. – you got to plan all you your schedules out. You have to make sure you can get all that fit in before you go to your job so you can pay your bills for your rent. But then once you get like an actual job, you know, for the most part, once that job is over for the day, you just go home and you're good. Like you don't have to do homework for your job so <laughs> you can enjoy your afternoon. Exactly. Like you don't have to take work home with you, which is I love. And I think, you know, as long as you don't get a job that does that. Yeah. I My mom was a high school or well, just a teacher. For a while, up until uh, last year, where she retired from teaching and then went to work at the same place my dad works at. And I remember talking to her. She's like, yeah, it's it's kind of nice that I get to just, you know, I don't have to go in get at 6.30 every day to prep for lesson plans. And I don't have to come home every night and grade homework and put in, you know, grades. I can just go to work. And then when work's done, I'm done with work. And it's great. And yep. I'm like, yeah, it's really yeah. nice. <laughs> it's so nice. Like, not having to come home and continue with the the just crap is so awesome. Mm -hmm. 
That's why I feel like I would hate a management position because that's what I that's what I feel like it is. It's just like you come uh, home and you're still at work. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Part, part, partly for me, but I mean, uh, I'm for the well, most the money's part. Worth I, it, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes it better because whenever you have your like time off, it's so nice because you can use that money. Yeah. So it's kind of the trade-off, right? Like, you yeah. know, the more bullshit you put up with, the more you should get paid. Whereas college is like, the more bullshit you put up with, the more you do pay. Yeah, yeah the more you pay. Yeah. It's such a fucked up incentive. Like, you're like, okay, this makes no sense. Man, yeah. I I remember, I so after like my second year, my grades were starting to dip pretty bad. And when you're in the engineering college, um, you know, here at Tech, they make you take a class, and I don't remember what the class is called, but it's something like uh, preparation for the school year, you know, some, you know, up your ass name that makes it sound important, where they <laughs> they go over, like, life lessons about, oh, you just need to start a itinerary for your day and plan out your days and make sure you're scheduling everything and take 30 minutes a day to just, you know, meditate or some garbage. And I remember at one point my the teacher of that class just straight up told the class. They were like, well, if you guys can't afford to pay the tuition, instead of getting a job, you should just take out more debt so you're not stressed about you know having to work a job. Just take out more loans, and then once you get your degree, it'll all work out. And I'm like, uh, no... Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I'm just making myself like have to make more money in the future. What? Yeah, that's terrible financial advice. I'm really not is. gonna do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> does that debt, does student loan debt build credit? Yeah. Nope. It does. Oh no, yeah, it does. It well, does. it's not credit. It's um, uh, interest. No credit though. Does it build credit? Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's on your credit report and all that. But okay. I think it makes it worse, right? I think it makes your credit worse. Well, I think yeah. it depends. It depends I mean, on if you pay it off or not. Because if, if you, like, the quicker you pay off debt, the better it is for your credit. Well, depending. So that's being so credit is super weird because like if you want to build credit, you have to be in debt, yeah. and the more yeah. debt you're in, the faster your credit will grow. So long as you can make the payments and yeah. on time. So if you like, like a lot of people will get a new brand new car and they're like, oh well, you know. I'm, you know, I missed some payments here and there, but I've caught up now. I'm like, well, that's not good for your credit. Or they pay it off like super early and they're like, yeah, I paid it off early. I'm like, yeah, but that didn't help your credit at all. Like yeah, paying just... stuff off early doesn't help your credit. The longer you can, well, like, to a point, you know, you don't want to just be in debt on something for uh, Never. too long. Like a car, generally the cutoff is going to be like five, four years. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, just credit in general is a very weird concept, but also, like, with student loan especially, the interest rates on student loans are so high that you'll pretty much end up paying, like, three times the amount that you actually took out just because yep. you can't pay it off fast enough to beat the interest. So you're just basically going to pay it for the rest of your life no matter what happens. Well, since I've never had student debt and never had to have a student loan or anything like that, how does it work? Like whenever you're trying to get a student loan, does is it like multiple ways you can go and get it? Yeah. Or is, okay, so you can get different interest rates. Yeah. So you can just apply for loans on your own. Um, like I, I think I did some personal loans here and there to try to get to cover up some difference. But also, uh, Tech offered 
like they have a whole financial aid department that will just assign you a vendor from like the state state debt something or the federal, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, it's the, it's like the federal. Well, but that's another one. Student loans is you can affi- apply for FAFSA. FAFSA. Yeah. FAFSA. FAFSA. It's hard to say. F A F S A. Yeah. Which is like federal assistance. Um, yeah. But basically, unless you're like really poor, they're not going to give you anything because I never. Well, so for so any here's of it. the thing. FAFSA does a few different things. So they have the ability to grant uh, to do grants, mm-hmm. which are here's this money. You don't have to pay it back. As long as this like, and this. Yeah, as long as you like graduate like, as long as four you years finish or something. And uh, you have a certain GPA, stuff like that. And then you have... God, that's stressful. Fa- yeah, FAFSA awesome. also does federal student loans where they're like, hey, we have some of these that are subsidized, which means as long as you're enrolled in school, they don't accrue interest. But then they have unsubsidized that as soon as you get it, it starts accruing interest. And yeah, but you don't have to pay it until you graduate. Yeah, oh, but you don't have of... to start paying them until you graduate or stop attending school. Yeah. So there's like this huge thing where Biden was like, I'm going to cancel student debt, you know, to get really in office. And he never did. I really and then, right, like, I feel like that's like people keep asking for it and keep asking for it. Why don't they ask for zero interest on student loan debt? I, mean, I that, feel like that would be way easier of something that they can make happen rather yeah. than. Yeah, I feel like that like definitely would be easier to get pushed back. Huge. But that's like. I, like I mean, not, it sounds like it's easier, loans? but the interest is how all these loan companies make their money. So to the loan company, zero yeah. interest is the same as no debt whatsoever because they're not making any money. Mm-hmm. They lended you 70000 If you're only paying back 70000 then they're not making a profit. What if they set a cap on it, though? Like, they set a cap of interest at, like, because what's the normal, like, what's about the average rate of interest for uh, student loans? 3 to 7%. If for that's, a good one. Uh, that's, yeah. that's a good rate for my, most college mine, students. Mine are all between 3 and 7%. Yeah, but okay. I know some some people that are up to like five percent. Okay. So if they would just cap it at like maybe two percent. Yeah, cap it I mean, low. there's so many people going to college. I mean, even one and a half percent. I I mean, I just it doesn't make I mean, sense to me. Loan debt is huge usually. Usually, oh, you don't yeah, have it's, small it's massive, of student loans. Dude. So like two percent of the student loan debt is huge. If especially if you have like so many students, I feel like they should like set a cap at the interest rate. That well, way, and don't make it too high because then they'll all just set it at the max. Yeah, yeah, but there's trillions of dollars in That's student loan debt in the U.S. If mm-hmm. you would just cap that interest rate at like one and a half, two percent, I feel like that would help so many people. They'd still make money. I mean, not as much money, but I mean, still, it's gonna be profitable because you do like you don't have to do anything. You just have to give out money, and yeah. then hopefully but, they I pay mean, it that's... back. And if they don't pay it back, you have debt collectors and the IRS and stuff like that. So that's I mean, also it's kind of foolproof. that's kind of banking on the idea, though, that these you know debt or these credit corporations that are sending out these loans are fine with only making you know one point five percent on interest. 
well, not, if you they want to make as much though. as they possibly can. Well, yeah, but yeah, get that. but that's where that's where it kind of comes into hand, right? Where these co- these companies get greedy and they start rate charging too much interest, yeah, or charging as much as they possibly can, right? So if you set a cap on it, then it's like, okay, well, if you want to be in this business, this is, I mean, this is what you have to do. And people, I feel like, are still going to be in that business because there's still a market for there's such a huge market for it. There's so much money to be made, even at 2% interest rate. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense, yeah. But just with lobbying and how much money they're throwing in to keep that from happening, I don't think it'll ever actually happen. But well, I people just... People stop going to college and stop accruing student loan debt. That That's would, never that would happen. Solve, well, that would totally sway the politi- political opinion or the corporations to lobby for lower... In- or they would just charge lower interest rate or higher. That's what I'm saying, like... If less people would go to college and stop getting student loan debt and then say, well, we're not going to college because of this, like start a movement on it, Mm -hmm. I think that would be huge. But, you know, it's hard to get that many people organized. Well, and, you know, all this is kind of presuming that college is a bad thing, but I think it's uh, for the most part, it's a pretty good thing. But I I don't think it it doesn't make sense. I think college is a good thing, too. It's just the system. Yeah, I I don't think it makes sense to tell your entire country that, hey, you need to go to college, you need to learn all this information, you need a degree or you can't contribute to the world, and then charge the money on top of it. Like, if this is such a vital right. vital part of, you know, the ecosystem, ecosystem? Econ- economy, <laughs> I guess both work, but of the economy of the world, then shouldn't that be free? <laughs> like, shouldn't they just be able to go in and learn... And get all the information they need and become better people without the stress of having to pay for all of this and then go out in the world and contribute. Ah, well, I mean, that's what high school is supposed to be for. But I think the high, I think uh, the public education system is flawed, right? So that would solve that issue if we would just put more money into education instead of our military budget, right? Because, yeah. I mean, we spend so much more on our military budget than we do our education budget. And yeah. if we just had less stupid people in the world then we would have less wars. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that one. I mean, yeah. I think a, the, the public education system has been, is so archaic in America at this oh, it point. Really is. Like, it's it's so from the well, uh, Industrial Revolution where they created it to make factory workers. That's why well, we have the bells. That's why it's eight hours a day. That's why the teachers are boss. That's why it's, it's, it's work. School is basically having a nine-to-five job at oh, it, five years it, old. It, a hundred percent what it's training you for at five years old you're just all right here's your full-time job <laughs> yep it's well, so I mean, rigged. you can think of it that way but you could also think of it as you know it's almost a, just a daycare for a lot of parents because a lot well, of parents it's... have to work to pay for their family so they need to be able to just pawn their kid off for eight hours a day <laughs> it's both i yeah. mean I, it is for sure what it was designed for uh to be a training ground for factory workers to have conveyor belt yeah. workers or just nine to five uh, workers. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also, oh. did y'all see uh, on the news about like the book burnings going on in Tennessee? What? Yeah. Yeah. There, oh. there's some parents. I think it's, so I think the burning happened in Tennessee and a couple of other places. Maybe it was Florida, but they're just banning a bunch of books from schools, you know, like Harry Potter, because it's very satanic and shouldn't be in schools. Um, and then oh, just so this is a religious thing. Yeah, no, it's always a religious thing. But but right, uh, why do you think we have war? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, man. Book burning 
it just it's so dumb it's so tough to me like these parents are like these kids shouldn't be able to read to kill a mockingbird it says kill in it that's bad for them and then they go you yeah. should read the bible i'm like have you read the bible because Ooh, i have a really great question are, are these like mostly conservatives um i don't want to throw a blanket on it but yes <laughs> Because isn't it just cancel culture to come full circle? <laughs> full circle, baby. It kind of yeah. is. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It's cancel culture, dude. They don't agree with it, so they're canceling it. Yeah. Well, it's Honestly, just like dude. Dr. Seuss being fucking canceled. That dude's dead. You know, fucking these books were released a long time ago, but all of a sudden, oh, these are offensive. Yeah, yeah. It's just like the fact that conservatives are the ones that are normally like anti-cancel culture, but here they are canceling culture. It's like, bruh, there's I, a lot of hypocrisy. You're doing in the what world. you. Oh, dude, there's people don't think. People don't think about what they're doing. Yeah, at all. Like, well, because I saw. Guy, go ahead. Uh, no, you go yours. Because I related. There was a guy who was interviewing these people standing outside of an abortion clinic who had. Uh, choose adoption signs up and shit and he went out there and asked them he's like oh how many kids have you adopted and they were like none every single one of them hadn't adopted a single child and i'm like how are you out here like telling these people that this is like a choice whenever you know very good and well that no one in your little circle that's all for this isn't doing it like that's not something that very rarely happens is adoption like people very rarely get adopted well, because I saw like pretty much the same thing. I saw a guy on the streets interviewing a bunch of these parents that were like, you know, protesting books in the in the uh, in the school libraries, and he was like, "Oh, I found this one book in the library, and it has this story about a dad whose daughter is coming home from work, and she gets raped." And just beaten up by a bunch of evil men. And so the dad cuts her into pieces and just ships her body parts to all of his friends. And he's like, that shouldn't be in the in the library, right? And the parents are like, yeah, that's terrible. That shouldn't be in the library. What book is that? And he's like, oh, it's actually the Bible. Um, Judges 14, verse 7. And, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and half of the people just go, no, that's not right. That's not the Bible. And I'm like... It is. It's the Bible. It totally the, is. The Bible's yeah, kind of fucked up, man. Is. The Bible's very fucked up. The Bible's really fucked up. Like, the story oh, of Cain and Abel. Yeah. yeah. He kills his own brother. Like, well, even just like Noah and the Ark. <laughs> they just, uh, yeah. All their brothers and sisters, y'all go have babies now. <laughs> so, well, even like the very origins, like Adam and Eve, it just basically says we're all a product of incest. incest. Yeah. Well, actually, if you read the Bible, um, when they escape the garden, it mentions other people in the world. Um, yeah, so there are actually other people there. Which, yeah, I don't know. It gets, it, it's confusing. Religion's hard. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, that's yeah, it's so convoluted and so complicated and so old at this point. Yeah, it's so old religion. Like, cause I'm personally of faith, which basically means I don't like church and like that that whole thing, but I still believe in like a higher power, yeah. right? Like, I believe that that there's more to it. There's, and that's just my personal belief. So it's like. I don't believe in the whole construct of religion. I think it's ridiculous and a scam. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's like, cause I don't know if there's this in Lubbock, but in, um, 
Dallas, we have mega churches, like mega churches. Like these things are huge, ridiculously huge, like bigger than like they have schools. They're like church schools and they have like football fields with a track and like ridiculous amounts of money. Like they're and they're expensive to go to, too, because they're not public schools. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how is this not a scam? And how are so many people? falling for this yeah well that's like um i think he's down in houston um what's his face joel olstein, olstein? yeah he's yeah. like the preacher of a mega church down there and he's you know they do the classic religion thing of oh we need to help the less fortunate but then like when all the hurricanes were hitting he just like refused to let anybody like stay in the church his fucking private jet yeah he like yep. peaced out yeah. and then they were like hey we need shelter for all these people that are homeless now because of this hurricane can they sleep in your giant church that no one's using and he's like no this is the lord's house and i'm like you <laughs> haven't read the bible because <laughs> like, jesus guy, would like... let them hose in all right <laughs> what's the one dude who's like super uh like the a really big religious guy who looks like a demon, like he just straight up looks evil. I think you might be Probably thinking of Joel Osteen. Probably he, he's he's a, like has a freaking really terrible. Yeah, he looks like a like a demon, dude. Yeah. I swear that dude is like is not religious at yeah, all probably not 100%. he's actually he's, not. he's actually satan oh man to bring it back to video game shows uh the castlevania show where the like this is one of my main arguments with the religion like in every show that there's a religious person in it they're always the bad guy so in the yep. first season yep. of that of castlevania that preacher is just a terrible human being and then the demon comes in and gets into the church, and he's like, you can't come in here. This is God's house. I am God's chosen. He's like, God doesn't even know you and just fucking kills him. I'm like, hell yeah, get him. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, it goes back to even like the medieval times. Remember they had the crusades? Like these crusaders would go on these religious uh, missions and travel across really far lands and anytime they needed food or shelter they would just take it yeah because it was like, because they were on a noble mission yeah since y'all aren't god's people and we are god's people we can do whatever the heck we want and you're just gonna deal with it basically oh man the world is complicated but on that note um it's we, we're way past our time uh <laughs> we, <laughs> So we need to wrap it up. Is there any anything you guys need to need to close up and need to apologize no, for? So. No, I apologize for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we said is fact, and if you're denying it, that just means you can't accept the truth. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying my opinion's my opinion, okay? Yeah, and your opinion's <laughs> <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it might be, it might be, but I'm not apologizing for it, okay? <laughs> Alright boys, well with that, um, we're going to end the episode right now. I hope everybody has a great week, and we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.